Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the XNC Podcast, your Xbox newscast featuring Cold Eastwood, hosting industry interviews and gaming talk live on YouTube every Monday night at 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. For all of you listening around the world, XNC Podcast is available on demand on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the show. Join the chat, hit the like button, and let's get into this week's topics with the XNC Podcast live. Get in here! Get in here! We're live. This is XNC Podcast. We're live. Welcome. I've got some of the. I've got a couple of the most overrated and underrated content creators in the galaxy. <laughs> I've got good friends of mine. Oh, I'm so. I love when I bring on people that I really know because we can just talk the gaming news, and I don't get nervous. I still get nervous. Asa, how are you doing, buddy? I'm awesome. It's it's exactly like you say. This is your. It's a prestigious show, and I love it. But I'm also sitting down with two friends. Got loads of familiar people in chat, and we're talking video games. It's awesome. It's one a.m. in the morning here, but I'm part badger, so perfect time. Yes, yes, that is so awesome. <laughs> That's what I love about like the UK guys. They do not rest, and uh, they take the big sacrifice so we can have a good show. Asa sees the people in the chat. Like these are the people that we love. I should give a quick introduction for the those of you who. You're going to pretend like you don't know who Asa is, but Asa is the other half of the mega corporation, Game On Daily, an up-and-coming, incredible aggregation news site for gaming news. They have a great, they, they have like the, the smorgasbord, right, Fonz? The smorgasbord of gaming content. Right. They have the sauce, they have the entertainment, they have the news, they have the tech, tech analysis. So Asa, say hi to everybody. That's your official intro. Oh. That is awesome. Yeah, I've got to say, actually, yeah, thanks, Colt. Game on Daily is it's a news aggregation platform. It's a social place. So please do, when you're done watching Colt's fantastic XNC, it's going to be a great show. Then hop on over there and, and see what's going on in the news. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I, I got to give an introduction. I, I don't normally do like big introduction. I'm not uh, like, uh, you know, like we got Cognito and Fonz, the guy I'm about to introduce. Fonz down here. He, wait, I got a point like over to him. I don't know how you do that, but he, I've known Fonz for over four years. He's a true friend. Met him in real life. He is like one of the top talented, most creative guys. Comes up with stuff that makes you laugh, stuff that makes you think, and sometimes makes you rage. Jay Fonzarelli, welcome to the show. I like that. I like, I do make some people rage. Sometimes there's a lot of people out there that are like, I don't like this guy. And I'm like, that's okay. But can we have a conversation and keep it civil? You know, it's just gaming no. at the end of the day. 
Um, but yeah, I do have some takes sometimes that a lot of people, it just rubs them the right way. And I, and when I say a lot of people, I mean a lot of fanboys. Oh, <laughs> we're going to talk about some of those fanboys today, whether Asa is going to allow us to or not, but, um, this is the X's. Yeah. <laughs> He's the level headed guy of the group right now. Okay. He is. That's why I love, uh, see, I didn't really know who Asa was until I guessed it on the, his show. And then I'm like, wow, this guy knows what he's talking about. I'm going to, I'm going to learn something for a minute. So, yep. but Hey, look, I got to give a, uh, this is the X and C podcast or the Xbox news cast podcast. And I'm Cold Eastwood. I am the host. And if you're listening after the fact, that's because we're on anchor through Spotify, Google podcast, pocket podcast, and a couple other platforms, but you're live right now on YouTube on the channel and shout out to over 200, almost 300 people watching live. If you could take a second and move the chat out of the way, hit the like button, uh, just to show your faith that maybe you're going to enjoy the show. We're going to do our best to entertain you and inform you. And, uh, I'll let Fonz entertain and I'll let Asa inform and they'll Kind of flip flop back and forth, do below. There but. we go. That's <laughs> but what yeah, I hear. shout out to you, Donny Kazada. He's been a channel member for 22 months. That means that he's go gone above and beyond to support the channel. He's got the Cortana custom emoji badge that I drew, and uh, his comment is highlighted there in green. He says, "Please introduce Asa for what he is." He's a fervent fanboy. That is a lie, I, and you I know it. <laughs> yeah, that is awesome. I appreciate that. That's cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Welcome to what? What is what is Fawn's putting up on screen? I hit the like button live oh. on on camera. Oh, wait a minute. Now, was that the was that a folding phone? Yeah, that was my folding phone. Bring yeah. that back up, and I'll look at the live feed. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, come on! Guys. Shout out to Fawn's for having. But it's, it's, it's great phone. to draw. Because my stuff is all skewed. But See, yeah. he's got the same thing. Look at that. Oh, my gosh. I can't <laughs> believe this. I, I just had this little dinky phone here. I feel terrible. Little? Okay. That's a note. A note. <laughs> it's a note, Dude. but if I try to fold it, I think something terrible is going to happen. But right. uh, this All is Android be... here. Uh-oh. What does that mean? Yeah, yeah. I just I just saw the reflection on, on camera. My phone is filthy. I put my I make my scrambled eggs on it, but uh, yeah, we've got a kind of a crazy show today. There's been some big news, but there's a couple of kind of touchy subjects we're gonna we're gonna touch today, and in a in a, a uh, we're gonna have fun with it. I think we're gonna talk yes. about those. But shout out to the chat, you guys are amazing. We got uh, Moby. Thank you so much for the five dollars super chat. He says Colt Asa and the big homie Fonz. Let's go. So it's good to have a full house. All right, we're, we're gonna have a good time. Uh, let's start off by uh, real quick. Hey, so what have you been playing? Uh, tell people what uh, had you happy behind uh, Right before this show, I've been playing um, Rift Breaker, so the Rift Breaker, um, on stream. And it's it's awesome fun. I don't know if you know it, but it's it combines real-time strategy base building. Um, but rather than building like an army and training your infantry and your tanks and stuff, you are the army. You control a mech suit and you upgrade that instead. So it goes twin-stick shooter. But it oh, looks... Okay. Gorgeous, so, and the number does of it have that some real time combat as well as the combat's uh, very much real time. It's like a um, twin stick shooter. You oh, start nice. off in a pretty okay. powerful mech, but you upgrade all your guns and stuff. You get into your explosives. I'm terrible at it, so um, I've been trying to get through this survival mode. But it has this Twitch integration, so I've got a Twitch channel that I stream on, and it lets the people that are watching vote on certain events every like six or seven really? minutes. And those pricks keep on like dropping meteors on me. I hope that's okay to say. <laughs> they keep dropping meteor shells <laughs> yeah. onto my face. <laughs> yep, yep. 
Wow, because I love it. I, I say that in the fondest of terms. It's an awesome little community, but it's making the game hard. <laughs> and, but it's it's got the audience kind of um, helping you play the game in, in the worst fun, way possible. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Fonz? I, I already know the answer because Fonz and I been talking about this. Tell, yeah, tell the audience. Six. <laughs> Far Cry 6. Playing you a lot of Far Cry 6. I'm hooked. Uh, that game is going to last me at least a month. I, I, I'm serious. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so much to do in that game. And I've been doing a lot of the mainline uh, story right now. The story's not bad. Like, it's it's decent. Yeah. It's yeah. when you go outside the story and start doing some of the side, uh, you know, stuff that it gets kind of weird, you know. But that's Far Cry. Far I've Cry de- does a lot of weird things, and I like it. I like oh, it. Oh, we've been playing it so much. I think I've developed a really great, uh, like, Spanish accent. So oh, I, from just getting like totally immersed in the world and listen to the music. And I'm just like, when, when we're playing the game, like we just start, you know, when you get around friends, you start talking the same. Yeah. We're, we're in the party chat, like just like sharpening our best accents. So it's been a pretty fun time. It's been uh, fun. That's me too. I think I'm going to play this game like an entire month. Uh, yeah. It says I have like three days in it, but probably some of that's in quick resume. But yeah, it's been such a fun game still don't but, get all the hate for it by the way still don't understand it yeah, I get yeah some but, people have open world fatigue but ah, man if you're looking for a far cry game this is it it's a far cry game on steroids so oh yeah oh yeah it's uh I, i'm calling it the greatest hit have you played this far cry 6 yet asa it's like the greatest I, hits of far cry i absolutely love that you can slide tackle the horses i don't know why but that's how i play games i'm a bit of an idiot and i love that when you're <laughs> injured and you press you press y whatever is the hill and your character puts their broken hand in front and just fixes the fingers i've been doing that ever since to myself like snap fix, or it pulls a snap. piece like a nail out of their hand or, <laughs> the best one is the extracting a bullet out of the wrist with uh with pliers and the sound it oh. makes the little blood trail goes it's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> By yeah, the way, it's... Carolina Gamer in the chats asked if it's co- co-op. Yes, it, it is oh, yeah. co-op. Far Cry 6 is co-op. Yeah, it's it's you drop can. in, drop out. You don't have to start a session. You can just, yeah. uh, if it's open, like dealer just jumps in and goes, okay, we're, we're going to go mess stuff up. Uh, or you can send an invite. So yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, yeah, I think this is the last. They'll have to mix it up after this, but I'm pretty happy with it. But we are going to... Uh, I know people are itching to talk about this and I guess we'll get started in instead of like saving this for the end. But uh, I think that one of these super chats here actually will get us rolling on this, on the subject. Um, Flame. Thank you so much for the $2 super chat. He says the fable thing got me. We were bamboozled. Let's, let's uh, reset for the audience. I actually had to write down this tweet because it was deleted. So yesterday, Xbox global publishing, this is the team that, does all of the third party and second party deals. They're out there looking for studios that want to partner with Xbox for a one time or reoccurring to make a game an exclusive for the Xbox platform. So they tweeted out, I've got the quote here. Uh, don't mind the white screen as I get to this, but here's the, I want to read it word for word. Uh, I'll start with you, Asa. I'm going to read it for word for word. And we're going to dissect what the heck is going on with Xbox global publishing, which is a massive part of the Xbox game studios team. They said, quote, we're excited to kick off something special tomorrow. Parentheses, just give us one more day to prepare the chickens. Were you, were you watching this unfold yesterday, Asa? I came to the same immediate conclusion as everybody else. You're kicking chickens. It's Fable. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why Xbox Global Publishing would be talking about Fable, but that's such a direct, like, fam little nudge to fable and i don't understand and then 
I mean, I, I won't go into what happened next, but but what happened? I, I mean, what I'll happened? Let you take it from there, but. Because everybody was Nothing going happened. crazy. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> happened. They, even, they, they doubled down on the fable of it because everybody would already draw the fable conclusion just from that. Like kicking and chickens is, is just how you know fable. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's how you spend hours of time. There was achievements in the game based on it. It's known for it. And then they doubled down on it by saying like, oh, we'd use the name fable, except it's already taken. Like We know the fable that it's a fable to be. Yeah. yeah, but... And then in terms of actual announcements, they just turned around and said, Sorry, there's, there's not really anything to, to announce. It was a baffling little turnaround. I don't know. <laughs> it was kind of a, uh, yeah, it was a bamboozle. Fonz, were you watching this thing unfold? Yeah, and I immediately thought the same thing too. Fable. I mean, when you think of kicking chickens, uh, besides Fable, I mean, where can you do that in any game besides Fable? Uh, you can kill a chicken in Far Cry. But uh, yeah, kicking it—that's that's definitely fable. I don't understand why they put this tweet uh, or these tweets, I should say, out there. Well, they didn't but... say kicking chickens. I mean, I I don't know, chat. Let us know if you were watching this unfold. But the quote was, uh, give, "Let me go back to it because it's super important." Because they deleted well, the tweets. So the whole fable anniversary thing too. It just—I mean, just they, give us one more day taken. to prepare the chickens so that yeah, like okay. prepare them as what like cook them or prepare them for the news. Right, so I can see where you and Ace are getting the kicking chickens. Yeah, maybe. So, yeah, maybe that was it. But the the fable thing right after, also, you know, the, the fable name was already taken. I was just like, come on, like it's obviously fable. And then all of a sudden, it was just like, oh no, we ain't got nothing to see. You know, everything's okay over here. There's no big news coming. Nothing about fable. Just keep it moving. And I was just like, really? Like, what did you yeah. do all that for then? It, it to me, it was a, a kind of a big fat L. In a way, <laughs> it was a big yeah. fat L. Uh, l- let's break down the uh, the very first part of the reaction from from Asa. Asa says, "I don't know why they're using Xbox Global Publishing." Was tweeting this out. Asa, have you kind of broken down why? Because uh, this is some of the Say. one of the first things I did was I went to the phone and called Rand, like phone a friend, like what's going on? Yeah. So, so, so Xbox Global Publishing is it's a partner relations like branch of Xbox. They work with third parties. So Fable's obviously an in-house IP that Microsoft own, and we know that Playground are developing the big next Fable game. So for Xbox Global Publishing to start tweeting about Fable, and I still can't interpret it any other way, um, kind of implied that they were working with a third party to do something with that property or who knows it's so weird because they didn't just not have any fable news they turned around and said actually this tweet wasn't about anything really like i, I don't know they're just we're just going to work on a monday like normal <laughs> and, and nothing happened like a monday. cryptic tweet the day before like nothing happened at all so, <laughs> so vons what was the what's your speculation like, uh, well you my speculation was, was that it could be like a, a remaster somebody's working on you know for fable right uh remake something along like those lines the trilogy like we're, yeah, some of us were yeah thinking like the trilogy a, like a trilogy maybe they were because... being remastered remade or maybe they were falling into the old backwards compat thing where it'll get a 60 frames boost who knows auto hdr all that good stuff but um at the end of the day it meant something to them it definitely meant something to them at the time when they tweeted because you just don't make tweets like that and then you know retract them it, it that just doesn't happen especially for xbox global publishing that's not yeah. like a oopsie no they they there was something going on and they had to retract it they were probably told hey pull that it, it, it we're not ready to announce something 
Okay, okay. Uh, I'm with That's you, That's the Fonz, way I interpret it. I was thinking it, it could be two different things. It could be Fable-related, or it could be some game that they're coming out with that has something to do with chickens. And then, like, once the uh, PR manager got involved and said, look, you got everybody thinking it's Fable-related. But then they said the Fable anniversary name was already taken. So it does scream like a Fable anniversary remake yep. or a trilogy remaster. Or... So yeah. I don't know. If, if, speculatively, if it was a, a Halo remake or trilogy remake, is that something that you'd want? Not I me mean, personally. I, yeah, go ahead, Fonz. Not me personally. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm. I'm not a huge. Okay, it's it's going to upset people. I'm not a huge Fable fan, but I understand that a lot of people love them. It's uh, a beloved franchise. For me, it you know I was an adult at the time, and I really didn't like the the humor and stuff in the game. It just it didn't hit me. Okay, but yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to the new Fable to see what they can do with that at Playground Games. So of course, a remaster or a remake really doesn't do anything for me, but it would do a lot for a lot of xbox gamers out there for sure oh, Fonz, you're rubbing me up the wrong sure. way <laughs> I, I mean <laughs> no, you're Asa, you're, you've played uh, quite a bit of these games back in the day I, I loved them in the day but i don't think they'd stand up now so right, a, i agree a, a remake maybe but a remaster no because they're all like um so enclosed it was like base xbox so technology's moved a long way and i loved fable and i loved the humor in it and everything about it it did a lot for for like my kind of gaming history but i wouldn't want to play it with shinier graphics <laughs> well i'm three looks pretty good i've i have the three on the 360 on disc so i can put it in the 360 in the other room and it looks kind of nice it's really jaggedy because it's like that sub 720p era on uh last last generation consoles i i'm with you two guys because fable doesn't re- the old fable like you know printing it up like the Fable 2 already looks, it runs at 4K 30 to, with the Xbox One X enhancement, but you still have that 30 frames. It's still that great game that people love. Fable 2 is like the pinnacle. Um, I actually think for first and second are both really highly scored. So, yeah, I mean, what a thing to do to Xbox guys. Right now we're like on the edge waiting for big news from Xbox. They've been so quiet this past summer since E3 landed, right, Fonz? Like this is yeah. this is a bad thing to do. Yeah, but again, I have to go back to the Fable remaster, Asa. I I agree with you from my standpoint, the way I view it, but I think that there's a lot of Fable fans out there that would welcome a remaster. I really do. I've I've seen them. I've seen them talk on yeah. Twitter, uh, in podcasts. Um, there are people that are really interested in remasters for some of these older games, and I, it just depends on the game for me. And for this one, not so much. But but, I mean, but my whole thing is, Colt, the thing is, them saying this stuff, as I said earlier, I got to reiterate, you don't just post something like that on social media without actually having, like, something to say. They, well, you they, don't, they, they, they that, knew that tweet that, doesn't happen, Fonz. Like, that tweet didn't it, get vetted yeah. through. Like, that tweet went through approval yes. process. It got bounced through PR, yes. and it got pushed forward. So, Fonz, you're on to something. Something and, and, and happened Sunday afternoon. Yeah, something happened like, and said, no, not now. And then and, and they took it back. And, you know, oh. maybe they're waiting for something else. Who knows? The Keeleys are right around the corner. <laughs> What's the I rooster's name on Far Cry? Uh, Chicharron? 
Chucheron, yeah. Maybe a Chucheron came in and yeah, with yeah. the talents. But yeah. that something you're right. There's something like, going do you on. think do you think Fonz is right, Asa? Do you agree with us? That something funky absolutely. happened on Sunday? <laughs> something must have happened. They wouldn't put that tweet out and have nothing to talk about. And and then obviously they had nothing to talk about on Monday. So yeah, someone has spilled the beans too early, like got a bit overexcited and started to talk yep. about an announcement that they thought was gonna happen and, and no, something changed. Yeah, yeah. hey, I'm watching you chat. I'm watching you. They're making KFC, Chick Fil A jokes. Oh, they got them like they've got them nonstop. Like it's the, there's no there's no rest for the wicked. They got their, they've got well KFC. Hey, KFC had a bad take, didn't they? Shout out to General C. <laughs> General C says the Keelys. Yes, the Keelys. I call the video game awards the Keelys. Sorry. Yes, just... absolutely. We call them the Keelys. Yeah, yeah. I'm watching you, chat. You guys are good. You got the you got the chick, the chicken jokes uh, going full time. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Um, you guys saw this KFC said that back for blood was a, uh, every classic has its, what is it? Cheap imitation, cheap imitation. Yeah. Yeah. Back for blood fired back with um, 11 herbs and spices, but still no taste. Mm. Gosh, that's a good one. <laughs> I bet you they didn't ratio KFC, but, uh, good, good on them. Yeah. Uh, I, I know we, we probably don't agree on back for blood. I know Fonz and I are like, yeah, right. We're kind of like. Yeah, I, I, I like what Tim calls it. Back for bed. <laughs> so, Ace, That's are you love? Are you liking Back for Blood? Uh, I, hmm, hmm, I don't know. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say I, I'm enjoying it, but I don't know that I want to go through it more than once. It's fun it's with friends. Completion of the campaign. It's fun with friends. I want to go through with friends through the campaign. Yeah. The cards is like an interesting thing, but it's not going to give me longevity to keep on playing it and up the difficulty and things like that. I just want to blast through the campaign. Mm. Then we'll have to see uh, what they do. The versus mode, absolutely not. Not interested in the versus mode in the slightest. No, Nothing no. Nothing they can do to change it's, that. It's but. got a good feel. Like, the shooting feels good. Uh, the graphics are pretty nice. Yeah. Um, it's definitely an evolution from what we loved from Left 4 Dead. But um, I got in some weird uh, discussion on social media about Back for Blood this past couple days because I'm kind of like, I'm not really feeling inclined to, for two reasons, I'm not feeling inclined to go back and, finish the, the content after playing the first three or four levels in the beta and then doing it again with friends yesterday officially played with Gaz and who else was I playing with? Asa, was it you? It was me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. it was you and me you and me and Gaz <laughs> and a bot, right? Yeah, because the bot was just like twi- twitching in a corner and stuff and bumping and things. Yeah, so um that that's what's so amazing about this this community. I've played with so many people that if I forget I played with you, it's because I'm getting you old. You know why but, you um, forgot? Because Gaz was in the party, and all you heard was Gaz, right? That's all you heard. <laughs> Gaz wouldn't let us get a the word sauce, in edgewise. The sauce, the sauce, that's all you heard. <laughs> yeah. right. That, but a little bit higher up the octaves. You know? The sauce. Yeah, you gotta, yeah, I can't the do sauce. it. I can't do it. Yeah, uh, yeah. we did. Oh, just like so you go through the, you're just kind of like mowing through the first level, and then you get to the third one, and we were like, I'm down, I'm down, over and over. So yep. uh, I got to bring up... The, I think I have this later on, but we'll just bring it up now that there was uh, some some bad takes on social media, if you can believe it. But 1.77% of Xbox dudes beat the campaign in Back for Blood. Fonz, how long has this game been out on Game Pass and mm. released? What, a, a week and a half? Two weeks? What has it been? A I week? thought it was like... Yeah. Last oh, I week. Today, it came out Tuesday. last week. I think it was it? last Tuesday. Last, last Tuesday. Tuesday. So not even a full week. Yeah. Not even a full week, so... Um, I'm not inclined to finish it. So I'm like, well, I don't even know if I'm going to get back to it. I didn't get to it. But the other reason was I far cry six. Yeah. I, I'd rather play far cry six, 
even though it means I could be in a party with Asa and mute Gaz on the mic. But uh, <laughs> uh, the bad take is that Game Pass guys don't don't beat games, don't finish games. Asa, where is this data coming from? Game Pass people don't play almost, games. They're almost certainly looking at a random achievement for completing the campaign on Back for Blood. But I, I was wondering what way that was going to go. 1.77 isn't low for a game that's only been out for a week and a half. I haven't right. finished it. I intend to, but that's that's quite reasonable. That's, I don't understand like why they've been making a big song and dance. Well, I do understand why. We all know where this is coming from, but it's just antagonistic for no reason with no real basis. Um because you're looking at a, at a few million, few million, a few million people that are playing Back for Blood essentially for free because of Game Pass, and then if you have the dissenting uh, the side like PlayStation guys who are going to have to shell out sixty dollars to give something like Back for Blood a try, what's the what's yeah. the score on this game, Fonz? But I don't know. Have you uh, ever looked? No, I haven't. <laughs> it's like a. 60. But you can say. Um... While you're looking at like the Xbox numbers being 1.77, you know how percentages work. There's a huge number of 78. people playing that game on Xbox because it's on Game Pass. If you look at PlayStation, people that are playing it on the PlayStation have invested. I don't know if it's $60 or $70, but they've invested in that game. And yeah. they're more likely to, to plow through it and get to the end. But Is that a problem, though, Asa? What was exactly, that meta, like, Fonz? 78. 78? Okay. Yeah. So oh, go ahead, Asa. Two people here that are like, like the two of you have both said that you're not massively interested in Back for Blood, but if we feel like jumping in a game with some friends, yeah, we've all got it and we can jump in and it's great fun. Yep. It doesn't matter that you're not massively interested. It's there for us all to just... I feel the same way about time. like uh, Warhammer, Vermintide, um, what's the other zombie game? We jump at World War Z, those games. Yep. I feel the same way. Like I, I can have a ton of fun with friends, but it isn't necessarily what sessions, I... Yeah. Uh, what I want to do uh, on a like a whole entire Saturday, like I'd, I'd rather play something else. Yeah, I, I I didn't know if I wanted to get into it because you know giving long winded opinions can be like boring. But yeah, yeah. L- let me just put it this way: there's certain games like I love D- Dying Light and Dead Island as zombie games, but there's certain games like the ones you mentioned, Fonz, World War Z, Vermintide, and Back for Blood, where. The, the enemies just keep pouring and pouring and you just mow them down and mow them down. Uh, the best way for me to describe it is it just gets irritating after a while. The zombies are like, nah, nah, all the time. They're just smacking you over and over. And I'm just like, get off of me. Get off of me for like a two-hour session. <laughs> I mean, I say that a lot. And I used to like that sort of thing. But, but then you go over to a game like Far Cry or another game where you kind of just live in the world and do your thing and get into your action as, as you want. So maybe that's just why it just doesn't go for me but uh but at least you don't have to necessarily pay for these games they're in game pass that's That's what i wanted to ask you guys like is this a problem because you know if you're not a game pass subscriber and you're looking on the outside like you know like you look over the fence like wilson from from tool time and you're like "Uh, are you even finishing those games over there in game pass like i feel like there's this opinion from a large amount of the community or maybe there's (laughs) yeah that are like you're waste, you know, you're you're not playing all those games. You don't finish them. You have 400 games. How many you're finishing? You're, you're wasting them. Like they just put out a brand new game and you're not going to finish it. What a waste. Like you're wasting the the, the developer's talent and and your money. Like Asa, does that even hold any merit? Uh, the the social aspect of Game Pass is phenomenal and the way that these games can spread because if we want to play a game on a Friday night and we say 
let's play a game. And we just have this massive catalogue. And a game like Back for Blood thrives off of that. You've got loads of co-op games that... I mean, Alien Extinction, Aliens Extinction came out as a co-op game. And if you want to play that, it's difficult because you're not going to find... I mean, some people are going to find a group of four people that own that game. I don't know four people that own that game. I okay. couldn't jump into that and play co-op. you got to talk your buddy into spending 40 or 60 bucks, right? Exactly. And we've just got a selection of games. You can filter it to co-op. You can say, what do you fancy? Oh, we've all got all of these games. You might have a little download to do. That's the biggest like hurdle at the moment is you might have to download a game. <laughs> or SSD space. Always <laughs> <But, laughs> SSD space, yeah. But yeah, no, it's, it's phenomenal. And we know, so we had um, Mike Rose talking about like some of the numbers for Descenders being a multiplayer game and how mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. spread phenomenally because people play it and they introduce it to their friends and they introduce it to their friends and a load of them could just download it and those that can't want to get involved, so they go and get it and it's, it's great service. And they play together. Games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's talking about Mike Rose, who makes Descenders. A, it's kind of it's an indie, right? It's an indie mountain biking game, like yep. mountain bike racing game. It's a really cool yep. little game that if you have Game Pass, give it fifteen minutes to see if you like it. I'm pretty sure you'll pop a couple achievements and say, "Hey, that's pretty cool that this team made this." I got to get to some super chats; so they'll kind of pile up. But uh, Ace Out Gamer, thanks for the five dollar. He said, "That's super nice phone fins." Sure, you sure you sure you don't buy seventy dollars games with such a baller phone? Ha ha! Mm. Just kidding. Sup, Asa and Colt. Uh, Fonz is what he meant to say when he said fins. Yeah, it's, I, I love uh, I love doing the old translation when sometimes we write so fast. Uh, Cade forever. Thank you so much for the five. He says, Yo, Colt, should Xbox Publishing try and keep try and make a push in Korea? Blueprint and Fanta Game Gram are still around. Maybe a Kingdom Under Fire reboot. Um, Cade's talking about some stuff that I have not played, but um, there are some pretty good studios in Korea, aren't they? Are you uh, are you guys savvy on the Korean talent? Mm, I'm not. I'm not vaguely. Either, but... Vaguely. So Korean developed games have a tendency to be particularly grindy. It's a very different market. So the whole pay to win kind of scenario isn't as frowned upon. But you oh. can also say so. In terms of like getting penetration into that market, though, which doesn't necessarily mean developing games in that country, it means developing games that appeal to people over there. Korea has phenomenal internet, so I know XCloud. Do, like, do you guys know about the PC bongs over at uh, over in Korea and South Korea? Uh, you're probably like, "What the heck is that?" So PC bong <laughs> is a it's it's spelled for us over in the UK or, or America as PC bang, but they're these internet cafes that have uh, you walk in and there's like 50 gaming stations with top of the line PCs and big monitors, and you, you have touchscreen monitors and you can order food. They bring you noodles, hot dogs, drinks, you name it, sushi. I'm there. Like. Oh my gosh. So I was showing my kid these videos. You sit down and the food is dirt cheap because there's like this girl that's an American. She goes, so this is like, this meal right here is like $6 American because she paid whatever it was in the Korean uh, currency. And she orders noodles, uh, a side of sushi, uh, some chips, a soda, and like a little like, you know, Korean Twinkie or something. And she sits there and has access to like hundreds of games on a high-end PC and they have a headset and gaming chair. Like it is a dream, something America and the UK doesn't have anything like that. Do they Asa? I'd hate that personally. I'd go in there and you'd have 
you'd have this wonderful PC with this really high-end hardware and this monitor that's covered in chip grease and barbecue <laughs> sauce. And I just, I just, why a touchscreen? No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Apart from that. No, I mean, that, I would love to hang out with my friends there, but now, mm-hmm. I, you know, am I too old to go into a internet cafe and order noodles and play games for a Saturday? Oh man, it's not so fun. No, would you do that, Fonz? Yes, of course. So awesome. Probably I love to gain eat. Gain about though. ten pounds on this on that Saturday. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, shout out to DJ with the five dollar. Thank you so much. He says switch abuse. I don't know what he means. What we were talking about earlier, but. Um, I don't know either, uh, don't, but switch abuse. Don't, okay. don't abuse your switch. Uh, the General C, thank you so much for a dollar, se- or a 179 pounds, Super Chai says, Kojima's next title reveal at the Game Awards. Fonz, you're the resident expert of oh, Kojima. Oh, I'm not an expert of Kojima. <laughs> you know, I, I have a, uh, uh, a particular, well, uh, well, look, the guy's all right, all right? Okay, the guy's decent at what he does, but I don't particularly like most of his games, okay? Yeah. Most of them are kind of weird. And, uh, you know, will they show a game of his at the, the awards? I would bet on it. I would bet on it. Will it be the Xbox uh, secret game? Who knows? But um, Asa? No, it's not the Xbox One. It's only for the PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Xbox One's too early. I think. Um, yeah, I think the Xbox One is is a real project, but they they did their letter of intent earlier this year. They've not got anything to show yet. I'd be surprised okay. if they do. Yeah, that, those things do take time, and we're and that's hearing the hard like part. Metal Gear Solid remake uh, as well. Like we're hearing all kinds of crazy stuff. I'm also hearing so. Metal Gear Solid remake is a blue point project for playstation is that kind of where you're pointing that compass that means they're working on four bloodborne games and metal gear solid and silent hill right now mm. yeah that's what everybody's <laughs> saying right <laughs> yeah um that that's a great segue asa because i was gonna say are they also working on blue Box's new game i gotta get <laughs> i gotta get on your that. opinion on this asa uh i'll just i'll just straight up ask you do you think blue box is legit are they a real studio do they have real intent to release something in the near future i don't believe so i I don't want to obviously condone any legitimate death threats yeah but in this case i'll be surprised if anyone has said anything to them um you don't believe that they've they've been been threatened or not as much as when they were relevant in the news They've, they've been out of the news for a good month or two so i just don't think that people have suddenly brought it up now um, I could be wrong, and obviously, it's very serious. And people that are doing that on the mm-hmm. internet are like, it shouldn't be allowed on the internet or out of a basement. I don't know. It's like sad to think, but I just I don't believe that that studio has any intention of ever releasing a game. Oh wow, me either. Uh, uh, Look at their, their history. It, it, you know, they've never released anything. They've they've promised games, and they've started. They have a partial game, right? And never came out with the games. People lost money to their kickstarters and stuff and and they've just taken people's money at this point and yeah i I don't trust them personally okay Uh, i put a pit in that i got a comment here on uh chris chris neal says uh colt leastwood yes they have those internet cafes here in northern virginia just outside dc those and yeah they Mm. are gaming cafes been around like 10 years a big korean population in the region he lives so uh, wow, that would be awesome. I would love to check that out. But that's uh, on the, I'm on the other side of the U.S. over here in Washington State, and 
So yeah, um, I would love to do that. So yeah, Ace, the reason why I asked about Blue Point was one of my friends says he believes, I don't agree with him, but he says that Blue Point is one guy trolling the PlayStation fans, trying to get them riled up and seeing how far he can take it. <laughs> yes and no. Um, I don't think that the intent of Blue Point is to rile up fans. I think the intent of Blue Point is to lead on their investors. That's the scam that I believe they're running. I think they are getting funding for this series of games that never come out. Mm-hmm. Again, this is, I, I have no no like evidence. I'm not alleging a crime here. I am, I'm, but not in any legal sense, right? I'm just like speculating from the outside. But yeah, <laughs> wow, yeah, yeah. They put out that statement saying that they're it's just really bad. <sighs> this. This kind of goes into one of those discussions about delays. Like today we heard that Elden Ring is being delayed one month. People have been waiting for that game for uh, almost four years. And the initial reaction on social media today was, No! When uh, Elden Ring got delayed. Fonz, do you think the gamers really tolerate delays? Or do they just pretend like they do? You mean pretend like they tolerate them? Yeah, you know uh, what I mean? Like, like you know, a, de- I, uh, a delayed game is eventually a good game. The, 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 no, 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 the no, famous I, quote, right? No, I, I believe I'm 100% people who, who post things like that because, honestly, I believe that. I think, I think that a delayed game isn't a bad thing, especially if they need time to work on the game. If it needs polish or if, it needs, if it's got issues, take all the time you need. I'm, I'm a very big proponent of that. Um, when it comes to, uh, I, I say just the opposite. I think a lot of people fake outrage sometimes. I think a lot of people say, oh, my God, this is not coming out, and, and, and they get really upset, and they go on a tirade, and it's like, what is that good for? Like, what are you doing? That's for attention. You're seeking attention at that point, and it, I just I don't believe that. I, I believe 99% of the people who do that, are it's fake outrage. Hmm. Asa, do you think that the gaming community as a whole is okay with delays, or do you think they uh, just secretly hate them? I, was, I, was I really mean this question. I was, I was imagining the Twitter fury if it came out that you've been like saying all these things about Blue Point. No, it's Blue Box that we were Oh yeah, yeah. Sure. I, I said Blue Box. Yeah, thank <laughs> you guys. I said Blue Box at the beginning, and I, I probably did say Blue Point several times after that fact. But yes, we're definitely talking about Blue Box, which is a very, very small studio. Blue Point is. A big studio that was acquired by PlayStation. You know that. Thank you for correcting me and uh, misspeaking. But I think you guys knew who we were talking about. But thank you for correcting it for those who. Colt, I will say, though, that I think more people are upset with the fact that Elden Ring is being pushed to February, which is crowded with games already for 2022. So that that issue I can understand being upset about. Yeah. Because you have to choose. But I mean, I'm looking at like, I looked at the list. I think Shinobi tweeted out. There was like 10 games or eight games coming out in February. And that, now that's just another big one. And uh, don't worry, you'll always find a way to play all the games you want. But uh, that is and not poor true. Horizon. I've got a backlog of about a thousand that I've not played yet. <laughs> well, and I mean, there's always Horizon the big ones. Break. Don't you guys backlog some games that you might never finish? Can you admit that? I do. Uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But the big I, I ones get pushed to the top, start, right? including Usually. some big ones. <laughs> Usually, if I start a game and I don't finish it, it's because I really d- just don't want to and I don't like the yeah. game as much as I thought I did maybe when I started it, you know? Because if I really like a game, I'll go back and finish a game for sure. I mean, 
There's been ton I've, of games. I've gone back and finished a lot of games I never wanted to go back to because you, you just kind of forget about them. And I think it's that's always why, worth it. Usually, it's usually worth it. That's why I usually try to start uh, one game and that's it, and and try to play one game through before I start the next big game. You know, I, it, that's the way I've always done it. Like I know our our, our friend Zocker eighty seven. He likes to jump around from games all the time, game to too. game to game. I can't do that, man. I, you I can't, can't do that. Can't do that. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> you literally can't do that. Hey, we got a risk it for the biscuit. Uh, he's he's a good new friend of the show. He's from Australia. Yes. He's awesome. They they uh they raised them right over there. They <laughs> they're amazing. Mm-hmm. Those Australian people. We we're, we're good friends. So risk it for the biscuit. Thank you so much for the eight Australian dollar. I don't know what they call their dollars. They just call it dollar. I'm going to learn about that. Um, but he says, only on Xbox. Jedi Knight, Peter, and I have been smashing through Back for Blood. It's been a laugh. It's been a one and done for all of us. We just need to kill the big bows. So he's finished the main campaign. And uh, so there's he's part of the 1.77%. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Hargit Chani. we got to give a shout-out to Hargit Chani, who's another amazing uh, awesome supporter guy. of the channel. He's been a channel member for four months. He's got the Raz from Psychonauts 2 uh, emoji badge. He says, <laughs> you're trying to make sense of the senseless. Haters going to hate. Game Pass is working, and Pegasus Nation is obsessed with it. Oh, boy, we love Pegasus Nation. Got to give a shout-out to Ramon G for saying, games, games, games. Xbox is a cookie monster that has to keep eating. Uh, there are a lot of games coming. Uh, let me get a couple more of these, and we'll get to the back to topics. Lord Star Killer X X Series X One. Thank you so much for the fifteen dollars super chat. He says, "Great show with excellent get guest Colt." Thumbs up. I mean, gotta have Ace and Fawns on. Gotta have him on. Uh, this is the both. The, this is their second time returning to the show. So he says, "What's up, Fawns? What's up, Asa? Game Pass has unbeatable variety. Eh, facts, facts of this. Yep. So." One last that's part of this uh, blue box thing. <clears throat> As my voice goes out. Live Flame shows. with the $2. He says, check out uh, Nightmind's video. He must be on YouTube. I haven't checked him out. He says, check out their video on blue box scammers, he says. Yeah. Mm. I wonder if he pulled together some really tasty um, evidence. So Yeah, yeah. It's all over the internet. Uh, all the scams they've pulled. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I kind of look at it like their small team is bit off more than they can chew. They, I've been there. Like I, I, I make videos once a week, and I want okay. people to check out my video. You got to entice people and bring them in. I think they capitalized Colt, on the PlayStation. I would agree with you if this happened maybe twice or three times, but yeah. this happened so many times with These blue guys. Box. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think what they were doing it's is they, they knew they were generating buzz with the Silent Hill thing and the PlayStation fans. And they, you know, you get that positive reinforcement of negative behavior. I think that's kind of what it what, what it is. And I've talked about this on the show where people do something bad and they get like a good reward for it. So their mind says, do it again. Send on another tweet that makes fun of Xbox. You get a lot of likes. So I think maybe they, Blue Box kind of like was feeding off that synergy well, but not for the right reasons. And they, then, they had everybody that, download that app onto the PS5. And there's like several boxes yeah. within this app that's supposed to have content coming. And I don't think they've put one thing up on there. And here's the, here's the really crappy part. Is the fact they, they told people 
that, hey, if you were part of the Kickstarter campaign for uh, the older games that we didn't push out, you could get a free copy of Abandon. And it's like, dude, what if this never comes out? Because it's not. Like, man, it's just it's yeah. too much. Yeah, It's, it's like they're good. just really doing some crappy things. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. I mean, I, I know people are kind of comparing the uh, the chicken Xbox tweet to Abandon and uh, <laughs> Blue Box, but no. no, hopefully we don't go that far into it. But let's get into the next big hot item, which will this will be a quick discussion, but I think there's some cool stuff that we learned from this. Xbox announced that the mini fridge is real. The mini fridge is ready to be pre-ordered tomorrow Ooh. or probably about uh, 8 to 12 hours from now, wherever you're, you guys are at, if you're in Australia or, or in the UK. So I would think sometime tomorrow, so maybe about 10 or 12 hours from now, the mini fridge. I listened to a Spaces. Did you guys uh, kind of hear the backstory behind the mini fridge, Asa? I heard bits and pieces. I wasn't in the spaces, um, but I've heard about the, the the late night phone calls to make it real. Right, right. Um, Fonz, what do you know be, about I'm just the checking the internet to see if I can order late one night phone calls? I didn't hear anything about this. Like this is something different, man. So Skittles and Xbox did a poll. Um, I remember that about who's more popular. And Brad Sam's. I'm going to pour myself a nice cool beverage of ice water. Uh, Brad Sam says, you guys should do the mini fridge if they win. So, yeah, late night phone calls to make it happen. Aaron Greenberg said that they they worked with a company that specifically could make a refrigerated unit. Uh, so they kind of were, they, they worked through fan suggestions about what to do with it. So this thing has uh, actual holes, uh, vent holes on the top with a green projecting light, which the Series X doesn't. It's green on the inside with, with green lights. It can hold up to 10 uh, 12-ounce soda cans, which are uh, standard size in the U.S. What you guys have a standard drink size over there in the U.K.? Teach us all about it, Asa. <laughs> 330 milliliters, maybe. I'm sure it's exactly the same. <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea what that means. Mm. Uh, like, like this? It's big. No, I'm distorted. <laughs> it doesn't even work. <laughs> I knew uh, out of anybody, oh, Asa right. would be the one to know exactly <laughs> like how many milligrams it is, you know? <laughs> Okay, he's holding one up. Okay, yeah. Oh, hey, hold that up again. Sorry, if I if I'm not on the live stream, I can't live part of it. A weird one. Oh, look at the top. That's not not. It's like really bottlenecked at the top. But they're. It looks like it's about the same amount of drink. So, oh man, we're we're talking about drinks on XNC. But hey, chat, I want you to write fridge in the chat if you're if you're hopping on for a pre order to get if you want one of these mini fridges tomorrow. I want to hear about it in the chat if you want one of these because I definitely want one. Let me tell you about it a little more. You guys can add in from what you know. Uh, I, Isodroman's like, do you guys not use milliliters? Only when we're baking certain recipes. <laughs> <laughs> milliliters, yeah, that's where you, we have our measuring devices that have both. Uh, uh, yeah, look at all you guys say, screw it, fridge, yeah. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, this thing has a USB port on the front of it, Fonz. So you can like yeah. plug your phone in or charge your Xbox controller. Ooh, I could put it like right here if I had one. Right? Yeah. 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 Hold on. I got to see. Point to where you're gonna put. I it. was just gonna put it right yeah. there and now, just now, grab a 18, soda out. And, <laughs> it's yeah. 18 inches tall, Fonz. Is that gonna make it? Yes, it would. Okay. Okay. It would. Okay. Just measure my bicep and you'll get close. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm excited <laughs> for this thing. Uh, what else does it do? It can hold a couple candy bars in the door. It gets cold, I hear. <laughs> I hear it gets really cold. It, That's how much thing. is it, Asa? How much for the mini fridge? 
In the UK, it's like ninety pounds. I think it's a hundred dollars, isn't it? Which is surprisingly reasonable. Yeah, yeah. For a novelty item. So. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I would like to put it right there. I've got like a mini keyboard that I haven't learned how to uh, like compose music on. That was a that was a purchase I need to get used to. But I'm going to so, put it up there, I think, or somewhere over there. I want I want that mini fridge. Do you how guys many think BTUs it's gonna... does that sucker pump out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how you know Fonz is a true man. He's looking for the BTUs. Yeah, he's I got need to know how much power I need to get in this whole thing here. You know, I got my space and I got so much stuff, you know, hooked in here and plugged in. I need to know how many BTUs I'm working with. No, uh, it's no. got 12, 12 teraflops of BTU power. It's probably like yeah. 400, 500 BTUs. Probably. Uh, Jay Castaway L Something says, like Cole, it could fit a Series X inside of it. I haven't seen Aaron Greenberg's picture or video of that, but that's the first thing I wanted to do is put a Series X in there. Um, yeah, I want the mini fridge. So that thing is, uh, that's excited people for such a weird novelty item. But uh, that will be, Asa, is that thing going to get scalped and like impossible to get oh, tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gosh dang it. If it's a thing that people want, it's going to get scalped. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to uh, almost 700 people watching XNC. I'm here, uh, if you haven't caught up, I'm here with Asa from Game On Daily and Jay Fonzarelli of Games Talk Live and his YouTube channel. What he calls Jay Fonzarelli. Fonzarelli. So, Fonzarelli Gaming. Fonz- Fonzarelli Gaming. Yeah, so uh, I'll call you what I want. <laughs> you will. <laughs> a friend. I hope you call me a friend and call me for dinner, please. I want yeah, to come we, over and we eat should some have dinner stew. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah we did yeah. get to have dinner uh, a couple yeah, of years ago. One time, yeah, in and yeah. out, and we stayed there till about 1 a.m. Yeah, it's crazy. Yep, yep. So uh, the mini fridge is a go. Dang, I want one. But if, if, if I can't get a hold of one, I'm going to be ticked off. So let's go back into, let's, let's move into Ace's neck of the woods. The UK gave Xbox Series X the top prestigious award of the best console. Uh-oh. That was kind of a nice win. Did you hear about that, Issa? I I don't think the whole of the UK were responsible for the award. I don't think the Queen was involved. It was the Parliament, like wasn't that, it? But <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. Um, who who was it? Um, I mean, this, I'm trying to. This uh, is an Xbox I, I, channel, right? We could cast a vote here, and the Xbox is going to win here as well. The UK is right. usually more cast split. Here. Like the UK yeah, is uh, like, has quite a bit of playstation fans but to be fair the playstation one best platform which i call bullcrap can i call that bullcrap fonts about playstation 5 being the better platform right now um give a mini speech and tell us why you think that playstation 5 shouldn't be the best platform right now one year I, i think there's okay they've got some great games but i think that they are lacking some feature sets on the console uh, I think Series X has has a lot more going for it in terms of features. Um, I mm-hmm. like VRR myself, and yes. VRR is a is is a big plus. And I heard that it's coming to the PS5 very soon, um, in and in, uh, in an update. But I just don't understand why that wasn't there day one. It, it's crazy to me. But also, I, I just definitely like the uh, everything else. Um, You've got the uh, quality of life features like um, the, uh, what is that feature, uh, where you can have suspend four games at once. Quick resume. Quick resume. Twelve games, yeah. Usually about six or eight, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I usually have about three, four games. It's about, yeah, about platform. Like, let's let's pit it real quick against, like, a platform meaning, like, what's on offer in the ecosystem. 
Yeah, yeah what else? But is it's there really flaws? down to the features, man. It comes down to those features. Uh, I just prefer it, uh, those features over what PlayStation 5 has. Matter of fact, I would go on the limb and say that I prefer the old UI to, you know, the PlayStation 4 than the PlayStation 5's UI. I prefer right. the older one. Um, but, I do too. I don't really uh, care for the. I'm lost in the PS5 still. I'm well, still it, lost it's, it's in the PS5. It's not that I'm lost. UI. I know how to navigate it now. It's just that I don't care for all those bells and whistles. I just like a basic, you know, get in, get out. And that's what Xbox kind of does. Like, it's, it's really much easier to navigate, in my opinion. Yeah, well, I mean, we're used to it. It hasn't changed in yeah, six years. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Yeah, that's interesting. So for me, the um, this like if they're trying to appease everyone by giving both consoles a prize, done it the wrong way around. Like if you're going to talk platform, that's where there's really a massive distinction between the two. The Xbox platform is huge. It encompasses obviously the PC and the streaming and all the rest of it, and Game Pass and all of these sorts of things. So it says to me that they're trying to appease everyone and they don't actually know what either console has to offer. Mm-hmm. So they just like handed out awards one each. To be fair, which is silly because and, and Asa said it. Asa just said it too. A huge one, and this goes out to RLE in the chat, who's laughing, saying, "Oh, he hasn't said a word about games." Game yep. Pass. Game Pass Game pa- is a huge draw to the platform. I'm sorry, there's no value like Game Pass out there in gaming. Just yeah. none. Nothing compares. Yeah. What's up, Zocker, in the chat? Hey, RLE, let me help you out with the... Uh, we haven't talked about games. Uh, we hadn't even gotten that far into the discussion. We just got started. Games uh, on the Xbox, they're doing really well in 2021. More games and uh, slightly higher rated. Now, I did a video about this about a month ago where I broke down all of the games that came out in 2021 for Xbox and PlayStation. And I think Xbox won by 0.5% over open critic ratings. So Xbox has brought out some really great stuff. Uh, Highlight for me is Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart on the PlayStation. And then I have several highlights on Xbox, like like Flight Sim and Death's Door, right, Fonz? Death's Door is a massive uh, killer game. And um, yeah, it's just been really good. And then you've got Halo and Forza coming out, which is going to be incredible. Psychonauts 2, another one I think is incredible. Um, yep, from I an don't Xbox care what game anybody studio. Says about it. Yeah, yeah, really good. So yeah, games obviously are at the forefront, and um, yeah, it's so funny. Like Death, uh, what was it? A uh, Death Loop. I always say Death Store. I always mix those two up. Death Store has been a really great game for PlayStation as well, but it comes from an Xbox studio, so it's really telling about how this generation just got started, and the media has taken notice. They're really happy with both platforms <clears throat> in a time when Xbox, deservedly so was uh, looked down upon for not playing the game. So I'm glad they are. But uh, let me hit a couple Super Chats. We got Hargit Chani with a $10 Super Chat. Thank you, Hargit. You are awesome. He says, we heard from both Phil and PlayStation about acquisitions. Why do you have to use that word? He said, Phil said they're certainly not done. PlayStation said they have 12 to $18 billion put aside for acquisitions. Who will PlayStation go after? Square, maybe? Asa, I want to. I want you to hit this one first, and then Fonz. Uh, Asa, give us a studio you think PlayStation might be eyeing with that twelve to eighteen billion dollars. That's, that's a lot of money. That's the kind of money that everyone says that PlayStation don't have to spend on acquisitions. Yeah, that's the kind of money that can can get a Bethesda level acquisition. Yep, but that's not how Sony typically act. Um, you'd fancy their chances, obviously, with the Japanese publishers, right? 
throwing my sweats. Yeah. Yes, that's the thing that happened. Yeah. Sorry, just in the same chat in there. <laughs> Gotta give um, a shout out to DJ for saying that he was talking about Asa throwing his switch in his uh, promo video. That everybody laughed at that. But go ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. Who I know if that switch still works or not. Um, I guess if they are looking at acquiring, you'd have to fancy that they are going to be doing it defensively. They're going to be looking at studios. All these studios that you talk about when you say, who should Microsoft get? And people like list the ones that they love. They're going to be the ones that, that Sony get defensive about. And you'd, you'd have to look at the relationships that they've got with the likes of Square Enix. I, I don't actually, yeah. I'm not saying that I think this is going to happen, to be honest, but they're the ones that kind of have that PlayStation history to a degree. And they've worked with them a lot. They still work with them a lot. Is that going to happen? I don't think so. If, but it's my direct answer. I go Square Enix. <laughs> That's a good answer. Fonz, is he still your answer? Or do you have no somebody so else Square Enix? Uh, I could go with Capcom. I could go with Bandai Namco. Um, there, there are several out there that they could try to get. Um, they could buy with that amount of money. They could buy all of them with that amount of they money. They could. But- but Good. I don't think they're gonna do that now. Zucker says, "Wait, Sony has twelve to eighteen billion. I, I mean, obvi- none of this is ever cash in hand. This is always yeah, like it's, the ne- deals it's never that they- like that." Yeah, it's never like that. But Zucker does make a good point. Ace has said the same thing. Like, we always think, oh, Sony doesn't have that kind of money to buy Bethesda. And then they said, well, we've got a budget to buy a couple Bethesdas, which is crazy. Um, yeah. I think Cap. I think you're onto something with Capcom too. Yeah, Capcom, uh, Bandai Namco. They've worked they've with worked all with these. Them. You know, you could name just pretty much a lot of these uh, Japanese companies, and they could just buy them. Um, you know, it, it, Sony's a Japanese company too, so it works out. I I don't see an issue with any of them. But um, normally, they don't typically just buy any company, right? They 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 like to say they like to have this organic, you know, <laughs> growth and everything. <laughs> With their, with organic, their, yeah, with their developers and stuff, and I, I get it. You know, one company I thought that they were going to buy that they didn't was Quantic Dream. I was really surprised because oh. they worked with them a lot. Yeah, they kind of let they cut them loose or let them yeah. kind of go loose. Uh, and now they supposedly they're human. making a Star Wars game now with Disney. Apparently, that's the big rumor. I need to give them a fair shake because I've always wanted to play Detroit. Oh, but Detroit's I feel like, great, man. Detroit's I'm sure great. it is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it is a point-and-click type of game where, you know, you click on an item, you walk over here, you click this yeah, item. The, you, the premise is, like, really It's really good. Exciting the stories are good. Yeah. It's it's fun to watch and play, th- you know, play through. It's kind of like an interactive movie. That's the way yeah, I think yeah, Quantic Yeah, I want to give it a shot. I feel like that I my attention would go elsewhere, but I really do want to no, give, them like the, give them you'll a like shot. you'll like it. Yeah. Uh, but I got to give a shout out to over 700 people watching. This is the Xbox Newscast podcast live on YouTube with Asa from Game On Daily and Fonzarelli from Fonzarelli Gaming. And we are talking about some of the. We're about to talk about a really big Xbox game that not that people just didn't see coming. But if you're listening to this after really? the fact, that's because we're on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts and Pocket Podcasts, a couple places where you can get on demand, listen to earbuds while you're out mowing the lawn. Who's even mowing their lawn right now? We're almost done with that. I'm going to tr- take, I don't hear turn it. off everything I don't hear for the winter. It. Yeah, but yes, thank you so much for checking out the show. Um, we know the game, but it did come out of nowhere last year. But there's a bunch of details. Obsidian Entertainment, one of the most, uh, like, coming out of the shadows, incredibly talented studios uh, that we've heard about for decades. Making a vowed. Jess Corden of Windows Central gave a detailed description. Jess Corden... 
got to see like somebody sent on his phone or something a <laughs> I think an extended an gameplay, like a lot of gameplay to watch. He the way he described this in his article, go check out his article. Uh Jez really got a lot of eyeballs and a lot of thought into what he thinks about is. And I want to start with Asa. I don't know if you read into this much, but as a fantasy fan, how are you feeling about Avowed right now? I, I read into it and I watched your really good video as well. So Thank you. fantastic Thank you. to watch. Um, so if you haven't seen that, people go see that after the show. Some nice footage behind it. Not of, not of Avowed, obviously, but, but footage in there. It's a good video. Um, the the actual information itself, to me, pretty much just cemented that the trailer is representative of what they're aiming for. So it wasn't actually a whole ton of new information in there. And we were going to, I'm sure we'll go into some of the details of what is there for the people listening. But essentially, if you are familiar with that avowed trailer that they showed and they when they revealed the game with the um, the purple spell casting and the, the dungeons and the arrows and the skeletons and all the rest of it, a lot of people at that point in time were speculating that this is going to be set in the Pillars of Eternity universe. And mm-hmm. that's confirmed now in Jez's um, expose, I suppose you would say. And he's confirmed that it's a first-person game. He's confirmed that there's a lot in common with Skyrim. And all of this was kind of indicated by the CGI trailer. Um, he's also said, I think the only thing that wasn't necessarily represented in the trailer was that actually it's quite a colourful game as well, from what he's seen. That's and surprising. It sounds great. So... Obsidian are a fantastic studio, a fantastic studio, yeah, and they're yeah. kind of um, a great case study for what what we can expect Microsoft to do with all of these studios that they've acquired, because everybody always talks about Microsoft have got all this money, all of this resource, and now they've got all of this talent, and you want to see them marry the two and help these these good studios reach their full potential. And Avowed sounds exactly like that's what's happening. And like they... Obsidian are a fantastic studio. They write grown-up games with compelling stories, fantastic worlds i really like pretty much everything that they put out so yeah i'm really looking forward to avowed awesome awesome yeah that colorful thing kind of uh i don't know i got i got excited about that because outer worlds is fantastic Fonz, uh can you embellish on what you remember from reading the article or kind of seeing some of the coverage of this one of the things uh, that I liked that Jez talked about is that this it, it, it had a he said it has deep RPG exploration narrative systems or something. He says that uh, it's like the Outer Worlds meets uh, um, uh, Elder Scrolls, which is a big one for me because I love the Elder Scrolls series. Um, it has a lot of spells and stuff like you can two hand spells or one hand a sword and and yeah, use yeah. spells in one hand, and so like. The, the the mechanics and, and, and the different uh, playability here, it seems like it's going to be really cool, like really fun. Um, and one thing he said is this, if, if I think he said, if, uh, if Out, Outer Worlds was Obsidian's take on Fallout, then this is their take on Elder Scrolls, right? I like that. I, I really like that. And I, I think that uh, another thing, too, is the fact that um, he alludes to this being an open world thing. Where we don't know for sure, yeah. but because Outer Worlds, I love Outer Worlds. I'm not taking anything away from Outer Worlds. But one thing I did not care for was there was not a lot of exploration to be had because it was hub worlds. Just I mini like, worlds that you could walk yeah. from I like more, one corner you know, to the other. World. Like you didn't, like, yeah. you're right, Fonz. You, like Asa, like you know this, right? There aren't many games anymore where you can walk from one end to the other end of the world. Like you walk 
organically throughout. Well, you uh, could basically do Far just Cry. fall out. Far Cry, well, you can do that. But yeah, you could do it in yeah, Far Cry. But yeah, yeah, I guess so. Uh, basically, but, uh, open world game. Like I want this to be a big open world experience, yeah. an expansive experience where I can go in and just like, hey, I want to go to that mountain over there and go to that mountain and explore. Hopefully yes. find some caves with a big drake in there, you know, something to get, get off. Oh, that's another thing. He said there was drakes, you know, dragons and all kinds of stuff. And it's set in the He pillar. said some words that I didn't I didn't even try to uh, reread on my... Yeah. I, I ended up quoting a lot of his article because there wasn't anything I could do. Jez had eyes on. He described that experience of seeing the game so well that I... And I don't normally do the, that in videos. The He's, Pillars of Eternity world, which is yes. very deep lore. It has very yeah. deep lore. So, I mean, go look it up, guys. Uh, seriously, the Pillars of Eternity is is a massive uh, RPG. And I, I'm just looking forward to this so much. Ever since we heard about this, it, it, it had me at day one when I heard this is Obsidian's game. Because Obsidian, to me, has not put out anything that's bad. They just haven't. No, they, they did Alpha Protocol, which had a low score, but people swear by that game. It's a like a Mass Effect yeah. uh, spy thriller. Everything so, yeah, that they I've haven't from them. They, have they, been they, great. Everything's been great. Fawns, yep. you're right. Yeah. So, Outer Worlds, I loved it. I can't wait for the second. I did too. Avowed, I can't wait for this. Um, of, uh, Obsidian, I've said this for a long time now. Obsidian is one of Microsoft's best teams, hands down. Hands down. For so me. people are calling them like the insomniac for Xbox. Yeah, I heard right? that. Gonna... Cognito was it was talking about that on the Iron Lords. He said that for him, it's kind of like the ins- insomniac <laughs> of the Microsoft, you know, realm. Yeah. And yeah. you know, out of all their developers, uh, I had Lord Sovereign on my show yesterday. Yes. Awesome show, and he was talking about that as well. He felt the same way. And for me, it's like not quite there yet on something like you know insomniac level, but they can get there. And they and and where I will say that they're stuff. the same way. They crank out stuff with a high, you know, quality level of quality. So that's yeah. that's what I feel about Obsidian. I I think they're one of the best. Okay, remind me to get back to the open world part. We're going to talk about that yeah, here in a second. But Jedi Knight Peter with Australian Five says you can sign up for Elden Rings closed beta on Bandai's website. So thank you for reminding about that because people are like crossing their fingers that they get to try out the game before they can play it. Uh, Danny Passion Official with the $2 Super Chat. Thank you. He says, just saying hello. Let's go panel with two fire emojis. So thank you so much, Danny. Hoping you're having a good time and enjoying the show. We got a lot of info to bring to you. So risky for the biscuit with an Australian $3. Thank you. He says, Oz is not getting the super, the mini fridge and I'm pissed. I, yeah. yeah. So is that official? It's not coming. That sucks. But, um, hey, maybe, uh. You could talk one of your uh, friends in one of the regions, like getting you one, because I think it's got a it's got an AC adapter, so I think you might be able to make it work in your neck of the woods. I'm not sure. 108 Dragon, 108 Dragon, my man says I'm getting two mini fridges, one for my movie room and one for my YouTube studio, and, and I, it, believe and, <laughs> and I believe him. I believe him too. And if you take the one I'm trying to get, I'm gonna come over and hang out in your uh, in your YouTube <laughs> studio with you. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to take a soda out of your fridge. How do you feel about that? (laughs) I'm going to pack Mountain Dew in there. You know, I I should give up the caffeine, but they're making a mini fridge. I got to keep the Mountain Dew going. I'll I'll do one more. We'll skip back to the open world of Avowed. Lord Starkiller, thank you so much for the $5. He says, already have a Pepsi mini fridge. That'd be cool to see. We'll be trying to pre-order the Xbox mini fridge tomorrow. Maybe a (laughs) full-size 
<laughs> Series X fridge is next. Oh, can you imagine? I've heard that actually refrigerators are really high priced right now anyway. So we're lucky that this thing's, uh, this is a uh, hundred bucks for a foot and a half tall. If you're in the United States, I don't know. I can't remember what the centimeters is. And yeah, we called UK, it, but... uh, we called the price by the way, Colt. You yes. Fonz had it called. I have the tweet where you said, I, I'm calling it. It's 99 bucks. Yep. So Fonz never loses. Uh, let's talk well, about this open world because Jez did say that there were shoot. I don't have, I don't remember exactly what he said, but he said that there were indications to him that it was not hub world, that there were open worlds with caves and dungeons you could load into. Yeah, so awesome. I really hope it is, you know, Skyrim's great. And I don't, I don't think I, I've went back and played it recently. It's still a great game, but it's, we played it so much. And I yeah. think Avowed has really different. You know, there's guns in Avowed too. Do you know that Asa? You have spells. You actually yeah, have guns like musket no, type talking, rifles. Yeah, the Fable kind of era. That's fine. The say open world though, Avowed doesn't really lend itself to being hub worlds in the way that the outer worlds does. The outer worlds, like when Mass Effect came out back in the day, you're looking yes. you're talking about whole planets. So you've got space travel. So hub worlds are kind of easy to implement. But if you're talking about a game that is more grounded. And I'm not talking about the game grounded from Obsidian, obviously. <laughs> but a game that's more grounded in a right. world. On foot. It would be quite difficult to execute with Hub World, so I'm fairly sure it'll end up being pretty open. The um I don't want to preempt the, the super chat that you'll get to in a minute, but someone was talking about the tone of the game. Um uh-huh. which is really interesting as well, because Obsidian, obviously the Outer Worlds is funny throughout. It's really hard to tell what direction they're gonna go with Avowed if it's gonna be this dark and gritty game like 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 Skyrim more or less is. Or if they're going to keep their their kind of humor throughout the narrative, but I would I would think so I, too. I it's would not going to have the humor. I doubt. I I really think the way this is being described, anyway, so far by Jez, it seems like it's going to have color. It's going to be full of life, but it's going to be pillars of eternity world set mm-hmm. in that world, which mm-hmm. isn't uh, funny at all. So it's good because. That'll be a new experience for me. Like, yeah, Skyrim yeah. was my first Elder Scrolls game. Sorry, it's just how I was. Um, I, I'm like a certain type of nerd. Like, Skyrim really hit for me because it was like felt like Lord of the Rings, which is something I really like. So I'll get to experience pillars and avowed like in my own way. I gotta give a shout yeah. out to Gaz in the chat. He says, "All hail the falafel, Gaz." <laughs> don't rewind the podcast. Don't worry, we weren't making fun of you. We weren't yeah, making fun of, the, of uh, it, right? We didn't say the anything, sauce. did we? Guys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got you guys got to check out Game on Daily's last sauce video. Asa wins an Academy Award for his portrayal, and oh, uh, I loved it. Don't watch loved this it, video around your kids. All right, just don't ever. Lots of swear words. Well, Guest told me that there's gonna be a lot of swearing. I said, "Are you gonna are you gonna bleep it out?" He goes, "No, no, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be raw." And I'm like, and I was watching on my phone going. Just flinching like, oh my gosh! Uh, shout out to Safe. Uh, we we need to get Safe in here too. Uh, he's he's another great friend of those guys and friend of ours. So anyway, open world. So we voting. It's open world. Open world. Uh, avowed. Hopefully. Okay. Um. So you got spells. Like somebody in the chat said, I'm loving the Doctor Strange vibes that you're getting from the way you cast the spells. I'm liking that too. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Hey, so when are we gonna see Avowed? Like, when are they gonna show it? Oh, you know I don't do these these rumors and speculation. Is it going to be at the oh, Game Awards? Mm, no, it's not. We're going to see it early next year. That's my oh, guess. Oh, okay, okay. Wow. Well, I think we're going to see. 
I think we're going to see it uh, at E3 next year. I think this year. Uh, I mean, you the Keeleys. You think we'll see it at the Keeleys? No, the Keeleys. We're going to get. We're going to get Hellblade two finally at the Keeleys. Just one game for Xbox at the Keeleys. Well, I think we're. Who knows? I hope they surprise us with something. Uh, and I want to be surprised by something, not just like here's avowed because we're kind of leading up to that. Like we're seeing Jez is talking about it. So you might be feeling, hey, it's going to be there. No, I want a real surprise outside of that. I, I just I don't know what they could show, man. Well, Hellblade Jez 2 said is it was... one of those that I really think they will show. Yeah, yeah I'm with you, Fonz. Game, surely they could be further along than Obsidian. compulsion. huh? Mm, that's my, yeah, my there's buzz coming up about compulsion. Course, Zaku says, Jez said the Game Awards are E3. What was that, Isa? Sorry. Compulsion. They've just started talking a little bit, so that's my that would be my mm. little guess for the Game Awards. But mm. Okay. Um, yeah, Zucker says that Jez said at the Game Awards or all the way at E3. Here's why. I mean, I, th- I was telling people that it was possible at the Game Awards since that buzz was starting to come up, but remember Jez saw pre-alpha gameplay? Which he says it doesn't look polished enough to where Jez yep. doesn't want anyone to see that footage. Yep. He says it's not indicative of what the game will look like, so he doesn't want that footage to leak, and he just definitely doesn't want to be responsible for that. So I'm with Zocker that and 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 Asa. I think uh, I'm with I'm with you. I'm, I'm changing my mind. Uh, E3 would be a better time to show it when it's yep. more polished. So uh, this is an interesting, uh, different topic, but we'll cover this real quick because I think it's. Uh, it's really uh, acerbic. What does acerbic mean, Asa? Acerbic. No idea. Never heard that word. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this this popped up recently. Xbox has been sending out uh, probably a dozen or a couple of dozen of Xbox Series X consoles to big Twitch streamers and influencers like, uh, like they do. I think they just said, hey, we're sending this to you. Share it on social media. Mm. Share it with your audience. And it has big dedicated lifelong xbox fans really really upset fonz i'm gonna go to you first on this one (laughs) why why is microsoft sending these consoles to people who don't play on xbox and why are the diehard fans unhappy well they're unhappy i'll start with that they're unhappy because they don't have a series x um they want a series x and i get it Right. Uh, right now, there's not a lot of consoles out there to get. And when they do go on sale, people snatch them up, you know, and then resell them. And it's just a bad thing with these guys that do that. But I, I get that part of it. But I also get what Microsoft is doing and it's marketing. Right. It's just mm-hmm. this is this is what what they do. And it's it's good marketing, honestly, because it does make people aware of these consoles and not that people don't know about them, but when they see their favorite Twitch, you know, personality or their favorite influencer on YouTube and they're going, look, I got a Series X and it's amazing. These people do. It does rub off on people and and people sure. will say, hey, I want a Series X, too, because so and so has it. So I get that marketing as well. And, but, you know, I, I look, I've seen a lot of bad, bad takes on Twitter. <laughs> One of them was like, you know. Hey, why don't they stop doing this? This is ridiculous. You know, uh, and, and, and it's like people are putting themselves out there being fake outraged for others. They even I think have they're a Series outraged. X. 
And they're I like, think they're really I, outraged, though. Some people, I don't think they're outraged. I think some people are just looking for attention, and some people are doing it because they hate Xbox. You know, there's a well, lot. Well, I mean, of, I'm seeing, and you I'm can seeing, see who is that type of person on Twitter and on social media. Yeah. But there are people, the people that are really upset about it that want a Series X. I feel bad for him, but this is just what's done. I mean, this happens well, every console, you know, drop. Yeah, Asa, they're saying things like, you know, why are they sending an Xbox to a big influencer that can afford to buy a million of them? And that, that those those influencers don't play on Xbox. They stream on a PC or they like PlayStation more. Like, why why don't they send them to the diehard Xbox fans who've been there day one? Yeah, and you can understand it, but envy is not a trait that you should wear on your sleeve. Like, it's just, people are going to feel it, it's natural, and, you know, they want this console and they're seeing it given to somebody else that they don't feel deserves it. Yeah. Fine, don't don't go on Twitter and show everyone how petty you are, because this is the world. Influencers are influencers, they get things to influence. It's just, it's very simple marketing. From Microsoft's perspective, that's money well spent, because if a few of those big influencers go and tell people that this is a great console they're getting that word of mouth that they need and they're selling more consoles so if they give it to random xbox fan that's always wanted an xbox but not got one yet it's one person that's happy and you'd love to see it but it yeah they just sense. don't have they don't have a million <laughs> eyes on yeah. them to yeah like, what water egg 37 isn't selling the console for microsoft so you're not going to send Water Egg 37 a console and go, hey, here's a console. You know, they're not a charity. It's it's kind of funny. Like, it's Yeah, it's not like a, a dedication reward system for diehard fans. And I, I got in this discussion this morning. But they've done that it's, before. Microsoft has done that before for people that have been with Xbox for a long time. Don't you remember they did this stemming all the way back to the 360 era? They... Uh, for fans that have been with Xbox Live for so many years, they sent them free Xbox 360s. and yeah, I yeah. remember them doing that stuff all the way back then for some of the diehard fans. And I think they would do it today if there was enough consoles out there produced. There simply just isn't right now. Yeah, and, but and, that's the problem. That's but, what I understand I like it. people's gripes, right? I, yeah, I, I get, get it. it. I get it, and, I, and I'm with Asa. It's also like, you don't want to show your envy. Like somebody said to me, it's like, oh, it's easy for you to say, Cole, they sent you an Xbox, but like I've been doing content creation for like five or six years, and I just now, last November, got that email where they said, we want to send you a review console to, to, ha- to review, and I had already ordered a Series X. So um, thanks, thanks, thanks to Dealer. Dealer helped me get that over to someone who couldn't get a pre-order. So we were able to get that to that person. But like, this is a, this is a really touchy subject. You know, the re- the reality of it, Asa, is that if they send 25 Xbox Series X's out across the nation to influencers that have millions of subscribers, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't, how do I say this? Right now, there are thousands of people every month or every week that want to buy a Series X that can't. And if you grab 25 out of the production line and give them out to influencers, it's not going to monstrously affect... Yeah, Yeah, you know what I mean? But it's still not a good thing to hear, right? Um, Yeah, I don't know. You can can totally understand the envy. It's just not... Just stop displaying it like that. 
there's certain people out there. It's it's definitely not everybody, but there's certain people out there who refuse to go stand in line the, the day before or whatever, or, or how many hours they would need or to get a Series X. You know, yeah. I'll just get one, uh, you know, next year when they're out of the stores. Look, you know, we knew about all this situation with the shortages and stuff. If you're one of those people, you chose not to go stand in line, you know, like I personally did at 3 a.m. in the morning. I'm standing in line waiting for a console, you know, and they don't open up till 11. You know, there, there's certain things like that that some people aren't even willing to do, and yet they're still crying about it. Like, look, yeah, this I mean, we talk to people like that, Fonz, because uh, the day that the Series X dropped, I had two of my kids and my wife, like, we were all on separate computers, and we mm-hmm. were like, as soon as, because, you know, unfortunately, nobody saw this coming, but you, you knew it was going to be tough to get one. You had to really go out of your way and it's just going to be forever until it's going to be another year or longer until you can just buy one when you want, but risk uh, it for the biscuit in your chat said, uh, Xbox gave me an Xbox and I'm no one. So if that's true, you know, and I don't feel like he's lying I, at all. He's cool. I don't know what I that know. story is, but, um, that's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. That's awesome. Yodani Quizada says, uh, Yodani Quizada says, did you guys hear what Aaron Greenberg said about the fridge? He said, quote, we have been trying to reach you regarding your car's extended oh warranty. Gosh. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't, I don't get that. <laughs> I think he's just going off that meme about, you know, the, the whole, we're trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty. You know, the calls, the phone calls, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Get, the robo calls. I think he was just trolling. I don't know. I don't know what that means, but uh, yeah. uh, anyway, it's for havoc. <laughs> thank you for the two dollars super chat. He says, "Is it just me, <laughs> or does Fonz's voice do oh, something?" Oh no! Oh, Fonz has such Hi. a great voice. Fonz could do yeah. any like he has a a wide palette of of things he can do with his voice. He could read for Disney children's books. Oh, or he could do one nine hundred lines. I don't know. He's great. One eight hundred lines. One nine hundred. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kate forever with the ten dollars super chat. He has more clarity on the acquisition thing. He said with PlayStation, they have nine billion seven hundred ninety eight million four hundred thirty two thousand dollars cash on hand, Woo. or ten billion in available cash. You can see on Fidelity on Fidelity dot com. Interesting. That's that's some cool. Uh, investigative work there. Oh, nice. Now we're going to get Ace is going to look up what my fidelity is. $7. <laughs> uh, he says, if they have $18 billion ready to spend, that means they are selling assets or taking on debt. So uh, very, very cool. Uh, Kate Forever must have a uh, must have a background in uh, either robbing banks or he knows his financial stuff, but he's amazing. Jedi Knight Peter, thank you for the Australian $5. says, do you prefer the tone of a vowed trailer? Or oh, it's a great question. Or the more colorful outer worlds. I kind of think they're going to be in between. I would yeah. I would like it to be says more dark and gritty like Witcher Three. Hmm. What's your preference, guys? Uh, preference. I, I, go ahead. Come on, oh, I'll go then. Okay. You, you you love both kinds of games, right? So for Avowed specifically, I'm I'm with. It was Jedi. I didn't catch the whole name, but I'm I'm with that. I'd like to see more dark and gritty for that one. It's kind of implied in the trailer that it will be with the arrows through skeletons and all the rest of it. It's like not mm-hmm. laugh out loud funny, as opposed to the Outer Worlds too, which was a complete like the trailer was just a parody of bad trailers, and it was great. Yeah, yeah. The tone of the Outer Worlds is fantastic, and yeah, I'd hope to see about take a 
a more serious tone because we know that Obsidian can do both. <laughs> okay, Fonz, you think I it's going to be? I, I I want a less cartoony vibe than Outer Worlds, uh, if that makes sense. Because um, it makes sense with the like Asa was saying, it makes sense with Outer Worlds because the comedic flow, the writing, and everything there is is very lighthearted. Nothing is taken seriously in Outer Worlds. Not World, too, yeah. yeah, not too seriously. Yeah. For this, I want a little more seriousness. So I, I want this to be a little bit gr- grittier. Uh, it could have color in the world. That's amazing. You know, you could still have a gritty game uh, and, and a real serious tone and have color in the world. There's nothing wrong with that. But I just want the characters and everything to look a bit uh, more, have a little bit more realism. I, I think guess, um, on the other hand, I just on the other hand, there is um, there are more kind of high fantasy games that are that like gritty that little bit dark like there is the Elder Scrolls there is Dragon Age there is the Witcher I guess on the lighter side you've got Fable to look at so Microsoft do have to consider these other games that they're yeah they don't want to have it, but. they don't want to have a duplication right and you know you're right like uh, Fonz and I have tons of time into the Witcher the Witcher is kind of dark and gritty but super colorful so what I get from yeah. this yeah. is that a Valve will have that mature tone but will be beautiful to look at, which the yep. Witcher, I mean, you, you fight a, right. zebra, a, a zebra monster at one point, you know? Yeah, you're right. Uh, There's it, areas of that world that are very colorful and vivid yes. and everything. So, yeah, you, you're 100% right. Yeah, Witcher's like a high watermark for fantasy games, the way they should look. Um, oh, guys, I'm getting like super excited about Avowed. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I've that's really going to be cool. Uh, let's see, we got Lars Hansen with the, the DKK50. Uh, I think that's uh, Denmark dollars, maybe. Uh, he says, are we getting one last big Xbox show this year? Maybe with Starfield Info Dump. Um, I don't think so. Fonz, you've kind of... Uh, oh, you, you I, might okay. Have so I think at the Keeleys we may see Starfield as, as well as Hellblade oh, 2. I, I, I forgot we yeah. have... Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Starfield is coming Maybe out Starfield gameplay. a year from then, though. It's, it's, yes, yeah. It's I, I, but we can still see a little bit of Starfield for sure. That could be a thing. Yeah. It's only a yeah. year out. But I don't think Xbox has any big show. I don't think we're getting an XO 21. I, so. um, I think that's pretty much it, right? Asa for events, big events possible? Sadly, yeah. Still light on events yeah. this year, isn't it? So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we leave the mini fridge talk, um, I got uh, my moderator sent me something from Target that says uh, the Xbox Series X replica mini fridge. Yes, it happened. Holds up to 12 cans. Limit 12. one per guest. I thought it Limit was, one I, per guest. It looks like 10 to me. I don't see how it holds. Well. Uh, well, Aaron Greenberg said on the spaces, he's had the fridge at home, and he was easily able to get 10 in there. But he said with some creative uh, movements that you can mm. possibly get 12. But from that look, if you're looking at 10, uh, in this picture, they're stacked two on two. I saw four, uh, four, and then two up top laying down. Four, six, eight, 10. Yeah, I don't know, but I mean, <laughs> who cares? <laughs> We're all but I don't here know. Going, Maybe it can do this and that, and we can put uh, like a couple uh, of gogurts uh, in there as well. <laughs> you know, maybe a hot pocket. <laughs> we can heat it up later. Yeah, he said, Xbox, "Do you know what a gogurt is? A microwave. We yeah, need yeah, it." Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, I want. I just want to make sure that uh, <laughs> that we don't leave you in like some kind of a regional difference of delicious snack food. Gogurts are amazing when you freeze hey, them. Cole, I don't like have them regular. Cole, <laughs> how many BTUs again? <laughs> how many audience. BTUs you getting in the Xbox mini fridge? Uh, uh, oh, we got. <laughs> I gotta have a gogurt. 
Yeah, well, uh, as I was saying, yeah, one, limit one per guest, but we got Nuisance with the $5 super chat. Thank you, Nuisance. He says, Dear Scalpers, please leave the fridge alone. Thank you, uh, Xbox Mans. He says, Signed Xbox Mans. Uh, the opposite. Well, we you were just talking... the opposite. You have to say, Dear Scalpers, I don't even want an Xbox fridge. You need everybody to say that. Oh, yeah. That there's no 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 demand. Yeah, Cole, you're an influencer. I hate <laughs> oh the Xbox gosh. fridge. I'm gonna be Damn so BTUs. Like, yeah, I'm gonna like, be so <laughs> mad. <laughs> I'm gonna be BTUs. You got in that thing. If I don't get one of those tomorrow, I'm gonna be a cranky guy. But yeah. uh, we got we, as we were talking about Witcher Three, the artist gamer with a five dollar super chat. Thank you. He says, "Oh, this, I got to ask this question to Fonz." Is Cyberpunk 2077 worth checking out on the Series X yet? I just got one last week. Woo! Been yes. waiting to play that one. Yes. 100% yes. yes. Me yes. and Colt talk about this all the time. Look, I, I know there's like this uh, patch coming for the Series X and S and the PlayStation 5 for Cyberpunk 2077. But me and Colt always talk about this. We don't think you're going to see much improvement. Like over what we've got now, like you'll see a slight improvement there for certain things, but it's generally going to look about the same and it runs great. Now there's not a lot of bugs like there were in the beginning. So I would definitely check it out. It's a great game, great freaking uh, missions and stuff. Side missions are even cool. I think the side missions are even better than the main missions and the ma- main missions were good. So solid game. Check it out. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, definitely I play it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, no I more woos for me. Wait. I'd say wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to get Asa's. I'm sorry yeah. about that, Asa. Yes, Asa, speak your mind. Yeah. So Cyberpunk, uh, I'd say I'd say wait, even if you're looking at the PC version. So I've got the the high end PC experience, and I would say wait, even if it's not going to look all that much difference. If they just change the pedestrian behavior a little bit, the game is suddenly are they? Better. Is that perhaps going to fix do. things like that? I, I, I'd be surprised if they don't address mm. it. So I would wait that little while and get That's the so game much that it's fun. supposed to be. Unless you're the kind of person that likes to replay games. If you're going to play it and then play it again later, by all means. But if you're a blast through once, just wait until it's at its best. Yeah, I, I played through it one time, <laughs> and then I started it again with using a female character this time. And I played halfway through it, and then I stopped. I said, well, I'll see what the Series X patch will look like. Yeah, so I'm going to replay it, then I'm going to make sure, you know, get all that going. But, I, dude, I love the game. Like, if, if you're into the game uh, or into what you see so far about the game, by all means, play it. Play yeah, it. Artis, you're in a tough spot there because Fonz and I would tell you, just play it. Put it in performance mode. You have really bad dips when you're driving through the city for a second or two. But the game's just so... I just really, we really enjoyed it. Fonz and I have like 120 hours yeah. each on it and we knew what it was. And cyberpunk, for those of you who haven't played it, it really is like a last generation game that came. I got to say it. It's like a 360 era game on better hardware. Like it is really like what you loved about open world games during the 360 PS3 era. And I say that in kind of a good way. Like, and I really enjoyed it and I hope ACE is right. I hope this full patch that's supposed to come out at the end of the year is like a game literal game changer because uh it's it's a good game but uh mm. yeah that's that's old news there with uh with cyberpunk uh so let's talk about uh dc fandom uh we can't put any footage up because they're like on strike happy on content creators zocker put out 
was trying to put out a really big video about all of the Batman and Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad stuff, and it just kept getting flagged. But um, yeah, Asa, copyright strikes. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. But I watched this stuff today. Asa, is there anything at DC fandom gaming related that got you uh, excited? Oh yeah, oh yeah, because Rocksteady's game is there. Suicide Squad. The 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 similarities between Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad are curious. And why are there two kind of four player co op DC games coming out so close together? And you've got two good studios, but one of those studios is just elevated above to they're, they're absolutely top tier. Rocksteady have made technically outstanding games, but they also pretty much invented the way that, that combat is handled in most action games today. Like they're an incredible studio. Yeah. So the Batman Arkham games have defined so much that's come since. So I, I cannot wait for the Suicide Squad one. Who, who's their, doing Suicide Squad? I, I was paying attention to you, Rock I promise. Rock Rock okay, and who's Suicide doing Squad. Gotham Knights then? Because I thought Rock Warner City Brothers, was doing. No, Warner Brothers the... Montreal, I believe. Oh, okay. Okay, then. Okay, so I got to say, I was watching the Suicide Squad stuff, and I got more excited about that than Gotham. Fonz, where are you sitting on this? Okay, stuff? so um, I'm I'm into the Gotham Knights a bit more right now with the whole Court of Owls thing and the Penguin and everything. That, that whole trailer really set it up nicely, and it looks like it's going to be um, much better in the narrative department than Suicide Squad, for sure. Gameplay, mm-hmm. I agree with Asa. I think you might get who knows, you might get better gameplay because of Rocksteady in the Suicide yeah. Squad. However, I don't really care for the Suicide Squad all that much. Those characters for me. Shark don't really, boy. Yeah, the shark guy and, the, you know, <laughs> uh, Teflon guy and freaking, you know. <laughs> Teflon uh, guy. You know, uh, what's her name? Um, you know, the girl with the hammer. Harley Quinn. Whatever. Harley Quinn, yeah. See, I'm not. I don't care about the Suicide Squad too much. So I don't. I don't. I'm not. I don't know about that IP. Like, I didn't read the comics. Yeah. I haven't watched the movie. Um, nobody really told me I should watch it. Unfortunately, we have two Batman games with no Batman. Like, it's <laughs> like we're gonna be playing. You know, with, Batman. As Dealer and I always say, like, we picture Batman in the grate. You know, like he does in the Arkham games, where he's yeah, like looking yeah. through. Batman's stuck behind the grate, like. Hmm. We got red hat guy, you know, red hat (laughs) Teflon dude Uh, in the chat. Which one looks more promising or which one are you excited about more Uh, Suicide Squad or uh, SQ or Gotham Knights GK Gotham? Uh, I'm I'm curious. You're Gotham Knights fans. Yeah, so far. Asa. No, Suicide Squad for me. Yeah, I'm thinking you like Shark Boy. I like like (laughs) Sharknado. Yeah. That Teflon one you're talking about, I love the sound of that. I'm all over that. <laughs> um, but Teflon I mean, the whole guy. Rocksteady thing gets me more excited. Like, oh my gosh, yeah, it's kind of, uh, well, Gotham Knights is, jeez, Gotham Knights is taking over. There's a lot of Suicide Squads. Maybe maybe it's about, it's getting close to 50-50 in the chat. Well, you guys are awesome in the chat, the by chat the way. The chat needs to tell me, is there going to be an Owl Boy I can play? Owl, owl Boy. You know, in Gotham Knights. I want to I play as Owl Boy. Um, Chester Cobblepot. What's his name? Uh, what's Penguin's guy? The Penguin guy's name. I I'm not like super versed on Cobblepot's the last Cobblepot's. His voice, I'm pretty sure, is Adam Jensen from Deus Ex. 
Um, but he's also in the Gotham Knights game, but I didn't listen to see who's doing that voice if he does both of them. But that voice was done by uh, Nolan North, I think, before. So, yeah, the Court of Owls is a big thing. Zocker was saying, Zocker87, who has a great Xbox channel, he was saying that the Court of Owls stuff was getting flagged. Like, the phrase was getting flagged. I don't I don't know what he yeah. was talking about. Chester Copperpot is from the Goonies. <laughs> Risk it for the biscuit set. <laughs> The Goonies. Goonies never what, die. I love, I love that that, that Risk gets, uh, is an old school chap yeah. like me and Fonz. Oswald, but, uh, that was of course. the answer. Oswald Cobblepot. Oswald. Yeah, Oswald Cobblepot. Oswald Cobblepot. Yeah. You know what? I'm just going to call him Chester, Chester Cobblepot. Bullet holes. Bullet holes. So uh, that's, that's hilarious. Yeah, the chat's like on point as always. But shout out to over 600 people, almost 700 of you watching live. Uh, we've got 400 likes. If we can get up to 500 that would make uh, Fonz take his shirt, his hat, and put it sideways. Oh uh, yeah, you won't do that. <laughs> but go, you know, hit <laughs> the like button, show your support for the show. Uh, we've got, so we're excited about. I, I'm ex- I'm getting excited about about Suicide Squad. Uh, when's that come out, Asa? Do you have the details? It's the latest of the two. Both games are next year. They're both 2022, um, or okay. supposedly. Like, yeah, they could be delayed. But Gotham Knights is first. Um, so first half of the year, I don't know the dates. Suicide Squad towards the end of the year, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Danny DeVito played him as well. They said in the chat, of course, real old school. That was like 1990 or something. Ugh, I don't have fond memories of that. Second Batman Returns, whatever it's called. Deadshot. Uh, that's the guy's name, right? Deadshot. He's in Suicide Squad. Deadshot. Yeah, I was trying to ask Dealer who's who. It's not because... Teflon guy. It's Deadshot. <laughs> where where, where does yeah. the Teflon come from? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, uh, the other thing is that this GTA remaster, this is... Uh... <laughs> hey, Colt, somebody said uh, I should voice you in a game. I'm Colt Eastwood. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kill you. You're not allowed to... I'm not allowed to do any woos on the mic anymore. Yeah. Woo! Now, woo. um, woohoo! Yeah. Woo! Like that, yeah. So, um, GTA Remaster, the trilogy. I was super excited for this. And then they said that it's coming in December. They haven't said. There's high speculation it's coming in December. Hey, speculation always turns into absolute fact. But this game's going to mobile. Are they phoning oh, in this boy. remaster, Asa? Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a cash-in. of. I mean, it's an old game, and mobiles are a lot more powerful than the consoles that this game came out on. So it's not the end of the world that it's coming out on mobile. But I, I don't know. I can't I can't get excited for the old Grand Theft Autos. I mean, I you played them back for, in the day, didn't you? Do you know, I played them. I never got anywhere far with them. I um, always, always, in those like that era of Grand Theft Auto games, they kind of entice you into playing a wild criminal and going on a rampage and destroying as much as you can and you get this notoriety and you get helicopters chasing you and if you see those stars start to drop you just start shooting more stuff and then eventually you end up arrested or in hospital and it basically wipes out everything that you've done in terms of progress because you go well i'm not saving that all your stuff's gone yeah so all the get guns good yeah. asa get good it's not about getting good <laughs> no though, i know i know what purpose, you're talking about right? the five star like, is real they removed that exactly. in the they remo- they re- speaking of removed well they rem- I was playing Grand Theft Auto San Andreas 360 version which is <laughs> this is kind of a weird twist it's ported up from the mobile version to the Xbox 360 back and pad on the Xbox 1 and I was playing it on the Series X last month the controls are absolutely terrible let me grab my controller 
I talked about this in the show a couple weeks ago. Uh, how do I explain this? Shooting, <laughs> you aim the gun with right trigger instead of this is how you normally shoot a gun. Like in most shooters, this is how you hip fire. Yep. Okay. Uh, if you following along. Yes. This is how you shoot in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. You hold the trigger that you normally shoot with to aim and you don't push B. You push B to shoot. You don't push it. You're supposed to hold the button. There's like no recoil management. So you hold the aim button or you hold the fire button and push B to shoot. And what I, what I can't describe unless you play it is you can't move the camera at will while you're shooting it. I don't even know how he played games like this back in the day. I'll throw my controller like Asa through a switch. So I'm pretty sure they're going to update those controls to modern because you can't play a game like that. But um, I don't know. I play, Fonz and I played a lot of Vice City and oh, San Andreas, right? San Andreas, Vice City. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, and I don't know if I want to go back to it. Like, it's just a remaster, right? It's not a remake. and It's, it's not, not a remake, as so, far as I've heard. Yeah, so I, I'm not going to go back to it. I, I want, okay, here's the thing, and I'm going to look at the camera and tell the people out there, stop playing Grand Theft Auto games. Just stop. <laughs> so we can get GTA yeah. 6. Stop playing GTA I online. Want GTA yeah. 6. Yeah. Okay. That's it. All right. I'm back. I want GTA yeah, you 6. blacked out for a minute there. I want you GTA out. 6. Uh, um, the GTA 5 remaster is coming next year, supposedly. Uh, no. Oh, stop gosh. playing it. Don't buy it. Wait for GTA 6. That's it. Yeah, at risk it says stop paying money to 2K, but uh, they actually pulled that San Andreas version I was playing last month. They pulled all those games off the store so people can't play them. Here's where I think it gets terrible. I think they know that this remaster doesn't look that much better because um, San Andreas just looks, it looks a little nicer than the Xbox original version. A little bit. With this mobile version, but I, I bet you they really phoned in and someone said that they that the control scheme is more like GTA 5, so it will be modernized. But I think it's not going to look nice. It's going to look super dated, and they've pulled those old legacy games off the store so people can no longer buy them. And I and I heard that I can't even reinstall. Yes. I should look. And, I can't and here's even reinstall San Andreas. Colt, here's the rumor. Three games remastered, $70. Seventy dollars. Seventy. Oh, I didn't think about that. Seventy. Banger. So, yeah. <laughs> just just oh put your gosh. wallet down. When you go to the counter with the three games in your hand or you're going to buy it online and you're about to put your credit card information in, just think about that. If you stop playing the game, hopefully one day Rockstar will come out with GTA 6 someday soon. Because they're just living off the cash cow of GTA, you know, past GTA games, especially GTA 5. Yep. Why in the hell are we going to buy it for the 18th time next year they will though people will buy it hey asa did you know that there's been five battlefield games since gta 5 came out i could have mapped it out yeah yeah that's a lot <laughs> uh for havoc thank you no thank you havoc for the two dollar super chat he says sorry colt fawns is my new favorite y'all are great hey for <laughs> havoc get your butt over there and yeah. subscribe to fawns well, channel hey, check out what? his uh his podcast on sunday Kick Kick him out right now. No, I'm just kidding. I love <laughs> you. Having, I love yeah, you, make sure you uh We're just you having support. fun here, man. It's yeah. seriously, I, I just 
I, I just think it's a shame that Rockstar keeps just d- triple, quadruple, you know, dipping into all these franchises. Like, make a new one. Like, I Sometimes know they are. They-, they probably already made GTA 6 last gen, and it's just sitting there. They're just laughing oh at us gosh. all, you know? Well, you know it's what? Just every, every giant, like, eventually falls. And if, and if you think about it, uh, since Rockstar has been around, they've been, like, delivering killer games. Yeah, and lately they've been. I love I them. Know. Red I Red love Dead Rockstar. Redemption Two is incredible. Um, Red Dead Redemption Two is an example there, like Rockstar behavior. So Grand Theft Auto, you've, you've mentioned that they took these old ones off of the store to stop people being able to play them at that better price. They've gone after all of their community and fan projects as well to get all of those taken they've, down. So anyone that's modded it to enhance it, they've yes. gone after them legally, which is like pretty low anyway. That's your fans you're attacking there, and then you think of people things like Red Dead Redemption Two. Time, time and money and, and effort affection. into those mods. They, they, put, they did that because they loved the games and it's yeah. a fan project. So it's just it's not a nice way to treat them. But then you think of Red Dead Redemption Two. How many people have requested Series X enhancements for Red Dead Redemption Two? Yes, sixty frames right. per second. And you know that Microsoft would be all over it and would do all the work for it. And Take Two are saying you better not. And that's sad. That's, that's just not shit. right. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're going to be the biggest and the best, you got to act like. You gotta act right for these people. Um, but they don't, I don't have know. to because Grand Theft Auto Five is still raking in loads of money, so they can yep. carry on doing what they're doing. But it's a shame. <laughs> and that's the only reason why I was pleading to the people, you know, stop playing it because we do need Grand Theft Auto Six to come out already. I know we, exactly why. We need I mean, it. We need it. Yeah, I Everybody's don't know. Everybody's clamoring for a game like this. That's why people are even like looking over at Saints Row, going, "I guess you'll do for now." You know, they're just waiting for another. You don't uh, GTA style game. You That's don't get open world city sandbox games no. hardly ever. No. Um, I mean, I don't think we even got one last generation besides Crackdown Grand- Three and Grand Theft Auto Five again. Like it's just <laughs> like did Asa? Did we get an open world sandbox city game where you get in and out of vehicles? Just Watch Dogs. I think it was the only one. Watch Dogs One and Two. Watch Dogs has been carrying that torch. Yeah. 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 It's just unfortunate. So there's a market there. But um, <laughs> Saints Woke, yeah, I know. Hear me out on this yeah. one. I know we're not happy with Saints Row. Um, try, try and sit back in your chair a little bit and just uh, get the tension off your shoulders. I know some things look super cringe, but I saw some gameplay. I think Fonz might be with me on this. Actually, it looks pretty fun. So there might be a fun factor there that would be undeniable. And I hope... Like, we don't want a game to just suck and fail. But I hope that Saints Row is super fun. Fonz, do you think that Saints Row is going to be yeah, good? Yeah, I've already said that I'm going I'm going to play it because, again, I'm one of those people out there who want, who craves a game like this. And yeah. Saints Row, it, honestly, it looks like it could be a ton of fun. It's one of those games you might want to play on mute, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those games you might just want to see the characters when they start talking, just mute your TV. And then as soon as they oh stop gosh. and it gets back to the action, turn it back up full blast and just <laughs> have fun. You know, the, the, this yeah. game looks like it's going to be fun. Yeah, I know. And, and Fonz, you've been, you've been fairly critical uh, in, in the right ways and Very making fair. fun of the, Very uh, they're paying off their student loans or something by Robin Banks. <laughs> exactly. And but, uh, you know what? It, that, that is the premise of the, that that's the premise of the story. That's the whole story. Basically they're just trying to pay off their student loans. So they decide to be gangsters. It's, it's just, it's weird. 
But yeah, I, but gangsters just aren't prevalent. And well, one thing you have to remember, like when Saints Row came out, it was riffing off of San Andreas. But San Andreas took place in '92 at the pinnacle of like uh, South LA, you know, in LA like gang activity, right? And like that was like just, a big thing in pop culture as well. I'll, I'll say for this: movies, music. Yeah, so Saints Row is riffing off that. Yeah, but you fast forward to think, 20 years later. Yeah, I mean, but I think you'll see a lot of Bitcoin being brought up in Starbucks. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah, like this, yep, the, yep. It's, it's going to be that type of game, you know? Yeah, you It reminds right, me it a me. lot of Watch Dogs 2. I'm getting those vibes. Yeah, and I'm not... Yeah, and Watch I hated Dogs those 2. characters in yeah, Watch Dogs 2. Yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah, I didn't like that. But yeah. I got to give a shout-out to the chat who, more than once, uh, people in the chat said, I would rather get a Sleeping Dogs 2. Ace, have you played Sleeping Dogs? I love Sleeping Dogs. That's such yes. a good game. I would yeah. love to have a Sleeping Dogs too as well. They that um, studio's gone. They, they went off. They were making an online version of it, and it got scrapped a long time ago. Uh, really? I've been all over that as well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, rather than a, a, the sequel that people were asking for, they started pushing it towards live service, and then it just got cancelled. But, yeah, amazing game. Yeah, that, great that's fun. a great, great game that came out of nowhere that, well... Came, evolved from another game but yeah that's all that's old old news but i'm glad that you guys have really good taste i know fawns love sleeping dogs as well right yeah yeah we've talked about that uh, well let's wrap up the show it's super late for asa and uh let's start super with late asa for me too yep yep it's almost Fawn's seven tested. o'clock here uh p.m are you done with work man. for the night or do you have to go back tonight no 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 I, i'm working day shift. day shift this week yeah uh, shout yeah. out to fawns for first like, time in like seven years crazy. for not getting any sleep uh, Fonz is awesome. I, I had a, uh, I, I had to make a last minute change today and Fonz and I were talking on the phone. He's like, I love to come in and save your show with Asa. Save uh, but, your show. No, yeah, I said, no, I said I'd fill in if you need. And yeah, it's great to be yeah, here. Of course. Got to have Fonz. Um, really awesome to yeah. be here, man. I thank you very much for inviting me, even though I was your second choice or third choice or fourth choice. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but choice. thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, everyone you know, canceled on me. Fonz, can we, you do me a solid and uh, just uh, yeah, put a cardboard you know, cut out in front of your camera? I don't normally think about you when I need somebody, but hey, you know, <laughs> I got a spot and it's an hour away. Come on. You know? uh, that's basically what happened. Yep, uh, yep. No, no, seriously. Colt's been a great friend of mine for now four years. Awesome guy. And I, of course, I'd be here for you anytime, Colt. It's been a lot of fun. Asa. You're an awesome guy. I just met you a, a few months back and, and really like what you do and everything and love the company. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's great to be here. You can find me at Fonzarelli Gaming where I do my, uh, well, I try to make videos. I haven't made one in like a couple of weeks, but that's you because will. I've been real busy. But I will. Uh, but I do my whole freaking podcast there, Games Talk Live, every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. East Coast. And I have a great time talking to people there. Usually one on ones, but but sometimes I do one on two, whatever. But it's it's a lot like this show in a way. A lot like yes, this show in a yes, way. Yes, we we really both is. try and run a very similar show to bring in some yeah. of everybody's favorite people. Fonz does one hour show. He does a five question trivia. He's got the eighties yeah, like uh, aesthetic going on. So definitely check out his show in the afternoon, uh, just a little bit after Iron Lords. Yep. Colt's and, been uh, on the show. If you haven't seen my show, Colt's been on there. I've had yeah, all yeah, the Iron Lords week. on there. Yeah. I've had uh, Gaz. I've had so many people from this community. Uh, and keep an eye this out. This week's show. Have some cool guests. He's going to yeah. have some cool guests come. So keep an yeah. eye out. Make sure you sub to Fonz. Yeah. Asa, yeah. it's time for the pitch. Tell him again this site and this channel that you're a part of and what to expect from you. 
in the near future. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. I don't know. No idea. Some stuff. It's going to be great. <laughs> take it, um, take Seriously, though, I mean, like you were just saying, Games Talk Live is a fantastic show every week, so do check out Fonz's channel. It's only Thank an you, hour. Lisa. Nice and concise and fun to watch. Um, and obviously, XNC is a, is a great place to be, so I'm really happy to be here. It's great talking to you two, as always. It's great talking to everyone in chat. Chat's been, I don't know, either the moderators have been on fire or chat's just really nice, like really I have good. awesome so. moderators, yeah. Shout out to Happy Mom in the in chat and for Fonz helping moderate. And, uh, I'm go I think Lito's here, too. Yeah, yeah, and go both. Awesome moderators, awesome community behind it as well. So great, love it. Uh, me, you can find me on Twitch and Twitter and YouTube as Acer underscore Game On Daily, and I am on the Game On Daily platform slash website constantly. Um, which is, like I say, it's a it's a social platform. It's a news aggregator, but it's a very social experience. It's supposed to be so. Get on there, get some friends on there, and you'll start to see the news that um, that is presented to you very much tailored to what you and your friends are talking about. And that's the like the point the point of that platform to help you find creators that you're interested in and content that you're interested in. So please do check it out. And yeah, that's it. Also Thanks. let me let me add Asa. Uh today when I was rounding out topics about what we were going to talk about, I went I do this very often. Go to Game On Daily Live or Game on Game and I don't he's not selling it to you. It's a news aggregation site. So if you go to it all of the recent gaming news is there in a short headline and a picture and you click and it takes you directly to the actual article. So if you want to know what's been going on in the news, that is a place you should have bookmarked game on daily and you can like no ads and it has everything for gaming news. So it's, it's a good place to be. So anyway, yeah. So what's the next thing you guys, what's your next project? Are you doing uh, more streams? I stream every day on Twitch. Um, Gaz has another source video coming that I'm absolutely terrified of. I tell you now, um, the way that he talks about this, it's going to be uh, raw. Um, mm. But that's something to look forward to. And obviously we have every Saturday. I'm not going to math out the times across the world right now because it's like three in the morning here. But every Saturday we have our oh go live show as well. We've got some new things in the works that you'll find out about soon. What's okay. your Twitch okay. channel, Asa? Acer underscore game on daily. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Sometimes I'll join Asa in a game and he's like, Colt, I'm live streaming. So don't say anything <laughs> crazy. He says that every time, but yeah, thank you so much. This is X and C the Xbox newscast podcast. And I'm Colt Eastwood. And uh, you're listening to my beautiful voice. If you're on Spotify, Google or Apple podcast or pocket podcast or, or pocket pocket rockers, right? Fonz. But yeah, thank you so much, guys, for checking out the show. This will be up on podcast platforms in the coming hour, and I will get timestamps up as soon as I can. You guys are amazing. Shout out to over 700 people that are watching live. Chat, you guys have a good night. Thank you, Asa and Fonz, and I'll see you on the show again real soon. Thank you, chat.